Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you guys waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. The options are endless with Factor. Two-minute meals. Fill up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. How about some snacks, some smoothies, and more? Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is also the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. And you guys can be very flexible with your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And the most important part, there's no prep. No mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping. There's no cooking or cleanup that is needed. If that sounds great to you guys, head to factormeals.com slash script 50 and use code script 50 to get 50% off. That's code script 50 at factormeals.com slash script 50 to get 50% off. promotion better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are running Monday night and Friday night. Long-term booking. guys thank you so very much for joining me right here on off the script it is your tuesday september 6 2022 i'm your host jd from new york as always coming to you live from the ots beer garden thank you guys so very much for joining me on your tuesday afternoons wherever you may be rainy in new york i'm joined by my very good buddy jesse what is going on man not much brother what's going on with you man i don't know man i uh I had a very long day yesterday, man. I think I'm fatigued with all this wrestling, all this drama. I wanted to talk about this yesterday, but I got up this morning. I called this guy and planned this podcast today because I wasn't doing anything wrestling related yesterday outside of Monday Night Raw. And my God, man, we got a lot to cover today. How you feeling about this shit? It's a, it's a lot to swallow, you know, um, but I can sum it all up with uh this it's uh i'm not enjoying it it's not fun it's not fun to even have the impression that you know you know that the that the wrestling company that you enjoy watching is imploding so oh you mean you're not one of the geeks online that love the drama no and that crave the drama and feed off the drama because they have no hobbies of their of their own 
Nah, this is not fun, man. I mean, no. this is this is this is real life. So, this is not fun. It is not fun. And I think we're both level-headed individuals, and I think we discussed this pretty well on Sunday night, early in the morning when we were live for all out. But the reason why you guys are here is because we're going to get into the CM Punk, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Ace Steel situation. I got everything compiled. I spent a good time this morning compiling a ton of shit, transcribed most of the CM Punk scrum interview or the press conference part of his scrum. We're going to go over that quickly. You guys know the deal. Social media links are down below. I need a thousand likes minimum, even though it's the afternoon on Tuesday. The minimum's still the same, man. One thousand likes minimum. Super chats are open. You guys can get them on in. You sound off to Jesse and I and let us know what you're thinking about this stuff, how you would handle it. Memberships are open as well. Get them on in. I got some new emotes coming. We got seven, in fact, coming in the first week of October and two new badges. So if you guys want to join the VIP club right here on the podcast, become a channel member. You guys are going to get access to that, plus all the emotes that are currently right now available. And today's show is sponsored by HoneyJoinHoney.com slash off the script. You guys are going to shop online, download that free web browser, and start saving some money with Honey. All right, Jesse, let's get into this thing. I don't want to waste anybody here. I don't want to waste their time. I want to start off with this. I purposely held off on this, this story. He has nothing to do with the situation, but it's a good, it's a good starting point. It's a good chapter one for what we're going to get into today. Ricky Starks, he actually was quoted about the backstage drama. This was all before CM Punk and the fight and Ace Steel throwing a chair at, uh, at Nick Jackson. Ricky Starks in the backstage drama, I fucking hate it. It overshadows some of the stuff that happens on TV. He says this, and I quote, The locker room has definitely changed. I mean, we were once really, really close. We've expanded that, and we're still close. But we just have more people in the family now, more people that sit at the table. I definitely think that the drama of the backstage stuff, while it does pique the interest of the people online and whatnot, I fucking hate it. The reason I hate it is because it kind of overshadows some of the stuff that happens on TV. I'd rather not be involved with it. But we have people backstage who have loose lips, and that's what happens. Now, the funny thing is, he said people backstage has, have loose lips, Jesse. What did you and I discuss on the telephone today about loose lips and people leaking information? You think Ricky Starks knows a thing or two? Ricky Starks would know way more about that than any of the other <laughs> fucking dirt sheet reporters that we all listen to, man. People got loose lips backstage, and that's what happens. We now have created the scenario where we just have all the rumors and speculation because that's all that it is. I promise you uh, what you read is not necessarily all true. So the funny thing is this is absolutely spot on, and I think anybody watching the show on Sunday saw what the biggest part of the show was. It was MJF being revealed as the Joker, and confronting CM Punk at the end of the show. Jesse, how many people are talking about MJF this afternoon? Nobody. Nobody's talking about MJF. Why is nobody talking about MJF? Because it's... Oh. It's exactly what Ricky Starks just mentioned here without mentioning any names. Yeah. I and mean, that's unfair. It, that, is, that is absolutely unfair to Maxwell. 
Right. But he did just do the same damn thing to Wardlow. I, I get that. I get that. But we, we don't really... I mean, yes, there's still some truth to that, but we don't know how true all of that was. It may have been more more uh, work than it will shoot. We don't, we don't know. I mean, we're, we we're, know, we're completely did, in the dark on that. It did take away the heat from Wardlow, though. It, it did take... Well, I mean, I mean, Tony Khan didn't really A things there either. I mean, he he just made things worse with the with his shit booking on Wardlow. But, yeah. but yeah, yes, you do, you do have a point. But, I, I mean... Nobody's talking about MJ. Nobody's talking about Swerve and Keith Lee against no. the Acclaimed. The, the best match that Swerve and Lee had in AEW and the best match of the Acclaimed's fucking career. Nobody's talking about them. Why not? Why not? It's not, it's not as juicy as what's going on behind that's fucking the sad, scenes, man. man. Fucking sad. It, it, it really it's, is pathetic. And, and that's why I am a CM Punk guy. I am. I, I know Jesse's a CM Punk guy as well. We're, we're both CM Punk guys. A lot of you guys are CM Punk. You may fucking hate him for all I know. I don't, I don't really know. I don't really care. But we're both CM Punk guys to a degree. We we know how he is. We've seen this from him in the past. He does wear his heart on his sleeve. I am notorious for wearing my heart on my sleeve. Whether you know me in person, see me in person, CM Punk, you know, that is a very relatable trait from CM Punk to the fan base. But the one thing I hate about CM Punk, bro, and, you know, I, I would never say this in, in a scrum setting or that because I don't want to be fucking blessed, but I'm going to say it right now on my show. He is all about himself. He has to know what he did at the scrum was going to take away from everybody else. And it seemingly, it, it seemingly showed to everybody that he doesn't give a fuck about anybody. And that's the one fucking thing I hate about him. He took away five hours of pro wrestling from everybody, everybody that worked their ass off and made everything about him and Colt Cabana. And they've had a fucking problem since 2014, bro. We're going on 10 years of this shit. And he's making it as if, or making a big deal about it as if it happened yesterday. Yeah, I agree. And he was in the main event yes. of the damn pay-per-view. Yes. And it still wasn't enough attention on himself, apparently. I mean, you know... There's a, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there, man. There's, I mean, I'm still of the belief, I'm still of the belief that everything came to a head to Punk with the crowd reaction that, or the lack thereof, that he got versus the one that MJF got. Yeah, you you, you mentioned that. You mentioned that on, on Sunday, and you met the, when, when the news was breaking. You mentioned it to me today. How much of that do you think rattled CM Punk going into the fucking scrum, knowing that MJF got a bigger reaction than him, and he just won the world title from John Moxley? I think I think that reaction I think that set his mood up. I mean, that reaction happened minutes. You know, you can break down the seconds um, between the time that Punk saw that reaction, had time to react to it, and sat in front of the podium at that scrum. Yeah. Um. I think it really dictated his mood for the night. I think that was the straw. You know, and I think he just unloaded everything he had on his chest. Um. And that crowd reaction was the straw. I truly believe that he believes that the rumors that he claims that the Young Bucks are passing around, and maybe they are, um, I, I believe that he believes that that was the major contributor to his pop diminishing for the last couple of weeks. I could see that being the case. I really could. But, I mean, I don't know why that would rattle him. I mean, he's a dick, number one. Number two, he's going to embark on a program with, with MJF. And he knows exactly, I mean, CM Punk's not a dummy, he's a smart guy. He knows exactly what the crowd reaction's going to be. Guy's been out for two months. He basically, MJF basically pulled a CM Punk. So if anybody knows exactly what's going to happen to MJF, it's CM Punk. They're mirror images of one another. 
And, and what happened? So I don't know why. I mean, I get what you're saying, and I do agree with you, but I don't know why he would take that and be rattled by that and then take that and just unleash fucking hellfire and brimstone on everybody in the scrum. That that was, I think that was the most, that is the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen an employee do to and in front of his employer. I mean, when you when you when you pay someone, if you're Tony Khan and you pay someone as much as you're paying CM Punk, which is you know presumably um, one of the if not the highest contract in current day of pro wrestling, I would expect a certain amount of you know discretion, respect, and if you if all of these things you feel are true and everything else, no one's telling you to bottle them up and don't say anything. At the same time. No one's telling you to do it in front of a live media scrum with me sitting right here. That was a poor choice of venue for Punk to air out everything that he did. Yes, yes, it was. There was a quote that CM Punk put out on Twitter in May when Sasha Banks and Naomi rightfully walked out of the company. This was under the Vince McMahon administration. He says, and I quote, doesn't matter if your opinion of your coworker is positive or negative, stand with them. Because they'll do the same thing to you and you'll wish somebody helped. Trust me, you're expendable. Together, you're unstoppable. It seems like that uh, that quote, Jesse, doesn't mean jack shit nowadays. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what a Boy. fucking bullshit artist, man. Oh, I mean, my God. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, <laughs> look, that may be the funniest thing go, I say on the screen, man. Further, before we go any further into this fucking show... Um, I was at the first dance. I have multiple CM Punk t-shirts. I This guy's got a melted ice cream bar too somewhere in his I've fucking closet. I got crazy. a fucking melted ice cream <laughs> bar in my fucking closet somewhere, dude. I've got all, I got the wrapper right there in my fucking closet, right next to my fucking Starcast fucking pass that I stole from you and Hoot, man. So I mean so when I'm saying what I'm saying, it's not coming from a place of being a punk hater. All right. Um, I'm seriously being 100 percent objective in everything that we have seen as fans. And I'm not going to let my 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 punk fandom get in the way of that. And from what I've seen. This was just done completely, completely unprofessionally by a guy that's out there saying that he's working with a bunch of unprofessionals. I mean, you can't call someone something and do the same thing that you're call- that's you can't do it like that man especially when you're supposed to be the, the the top the locker room leader the best in the world he 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 really made a fool out of himself and he embarrassed the fuck out of tony khan which was inexcusable if you ask me well with that quote said let's get into the scrum sam punk trashed the aw locker room Buried Colt Cabana, buried Adam Page, buried the elite. A lot of people in the chat, I've seen a couple of people <clears throat> today, even. Oh, well, he was asked a question, first and foremost, about Colt Cabana. No, he wasn't. CM Punk was not asked about Colt Cabana. CM Punk sat down and noticed Nick Houseman of Wrestling Inc. sitting in attendance at the scrum. He sits down, and nobody asks him anything. He notices Nick Houseman and says... When you did improv, who did you do improv with, he asks Nick Hausman. And Nick says, um, Scott Colton, Colt Cabana. And CM Punk says, hmm, okay, so you fancy yourself a journalist. 
Would you say you're friends with Scott Colton? So, and then he says, no, I haven't spoken to him in many years. So you're not friends with him. Oh, wow. Wow, that makes two of us. Punk goes on and says, my point is, if you fancy yourself a journalist, even if it's for the silly world of professional wrestling, and you have journalistic integrity, people who report things mostly that are bullshit and slanderous lies against myself, if you're friends with somebody, if you're not friends with him, I apologize, but you should be, you should probably disclose who you're friends with. So he pretty much said, if you're friends with somebody, fuck you. If you're not friends with him, I apologize. But you should probably disclose who you're friends with. That's how the media scrum began, and CM Punk was not asked about Colt Cabana, as many people have insinuated here in the chat and then online as well. He goes on to say, I haven't had anything to do with Scott Colton in almost a decade. Probably wanted nothing to do with him even longer than that. It's fucking unfortunate that I have to come up here and speak on this. I'm on my time, and this is a fucking business. Why I'm a grown-ass adult man, and I decide not to be friends with somebody is nobody else's business, but my friends, if I fall backwards, they will catch me. Scott Colton, I felt, would never have. My problem was I wanted to bring a guy with me to the top, and that guy didn't want me at the top, okay? Call it jealousy, call it envy, whatever the fuck it is. My relationship with Scott Colton ended a long time ago before I paid all of his bills. I have every receipt, I have every invoice, I have every email. I have the email where he says, and I quote, I agree to go our separate ways. I will get my own lawyer. You do not have to pay anymore. That's an email that I have. The only reason the public did not see this is because when I finally had to count you sue him through discovery, we discovered he shared a bank account with his mother. That's a fact. And as soon as we discovered that fact and we subpoenaed old Marsha, he sent the email, oh, can we drop this, please? So I'll stop right there. So clearly, Jesse, the, the, the visual of Nick Hausman just really sent him, sent him into a, a, a complete fucking rant. He, 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 he was not thinking about Moxley. He was not thinking about what happened with MJF. He was not thinking about the world title. He seen Nick Hausman, and he just went into full-on rage. I mean, at yeah. that point, at that point, listen, we're going to take this step by step. At that point... This is, a, this is a, a problem with CM Punk and Scott Colton. There's nothing Tony Khan can do about that. He's going to speak on that, whether Tony Khan wants him to or not. So there's nothing that Tony Khan, at this point, uh, up until this point, there's nothing he well, can do about it. Well, again, here's the thing. Time and place for everything. I know. And he I mean, like you just said, he wasn't even asked about it. No, so he was not I don't not understand asked. why he's out there raging on Colt if no one mentioned Colt. You mentioned Colt. But why did he mention Colt? Because, like I said, because a few minutes prior... When that reaction from the crowd came, he was on 10. That was the straw. So then when he went to that fucking scrum, it was already a, well, I'm just letting everything off my fucking chest. So he had Colt on his mind because he thinks that the Bucks leaked the story about him wanting to get Colt Cabana fired. He says it's a lie, it's bullshit, and that the Bucks did it, and that's pretty stupid when you're trying to clip the fucking legs of your top guy when you're an EVP by leaking bullshit stories like this, he had Colt on his mind. It's not to say that he's right or wrong in his issue with it. It's just that this is not the time or place. So now he just now he's going to say everything he has to say, all in front of this live camera, all in front of Tony Khan, even if it didn't have anything to do with tonight. What the fuck did Colt Cabana have to do with tonight in the Nothing. pay-per-view, him winning the world title? Nothing. I, Nothing. Say, I say ban Nick Hausman from the scrums. That's what I say. Get him out. I mean, 
this is this is the same guy, by the way. This Before is not about mo- Nick Housen. <laughs> well, apparently, CM Punk noticed Nick Housen and went into a fucking rage, man. He saw Alvarez too. He was already mad at well, Alvarez. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get there. I mean, Nick Housen is the same fucking blithering idiot that asked about a fucking audible with Keith Lee and Swerve sitting right there and Tony Khan right between them. He's like, oh, TK, did you ever have a, a, a pro, uh, an idea in your head about calling an audible during the tag team match? Swerve is sitting right there and Keith Lee's sitting right there. Never in my fucking life have I felt more embarrassed watching anything pro wrestling related in all of this year. I held my head down in shame in this very office listening to this fucking scry. I couldn't believe what the fuck I was hearing. Yeah, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. And people are getting it's, on me. Oh, why'd you call him out? Well, I don't give a fuck. Who gives a shit about Nick Hausman? I, I get it. But this is not about Nick Hausman. Not in any way whatsoever. <clears throat> and it seems like Punk would have been on this rage kick if Nick Hausman was there or not. I, I, I don't know if I could completely uh, agree with that, bro. I mean, if, if Nick Hausman wasn't there and, and Nick Hausman wasn't targeted and he's not the first person that CM Punk laid eyes on, I don't know if he would have really started off with that. I mean, maybe he would have bled into the rest of the scrum, but I don't if, know if he would have sat down and never get asked a fucking question. Bro, if 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 seeing if seeing a journalist set him off like that, then Phil Brooks is in the wrong profession. Probably, yes. I mean, so 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 once again, it's back to it's not Nick Hausman's fault. For what for whatever fucking reckless reporting he may or may not have done. He didn't do anything on that evening to make CM Punk do what he did on that night. He did not. Meanwhile, by the way, CM Punk was eating pastries. Mindy's. He was eating. He was eating cakes and pastries while all this was going on. Just want. I just want to let you guys know that, that's a big aspect of what uh, what was going on here. His mood. He was very. He was very hungry after he after he wrestled Moxie for twenty five minutes. He was in the mood for uh, some uh, baked treats. Bro, that was. The healest, <laughs> healest muffin I've ever seen. That was Bro, next time I come to Chicago, you gotta tell me where this place is, man. I wanna act like an asshole and man. be a fucking prick while I eat a nice chocolate chip muffin. My God, dude. That <laughs> fucking muffin was 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 drawing nuclear fucking heat, man. Listen, man, I hope I hope that, that pastry blew up the next morning. Really? I, I hope they had a line out the door. Now it's yeah, 2022. Yeah. I haven't been friends with this guy since at least 2014, late 2013. And the fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't manage a fucking target. That was my favorite line of the whole goddamn thing. And they spread lies and bullshit and put into a media that I got somebody fired when I have fuck all to do with them, want nothing to do with him, do not care where he works, where he sleeps, where he eats. And the fact that I have to get up here and do this, 2022, is fucking embarrassing. And if y'all are at fault, fuck you. If you're not, I apologize. But what did I ever do in this world to deserve an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck like Adam Hangman Page to go out on national television and fucking go into business for himself for what? What did I do? Dave, and then he points at Dave Meltzer. What did I ever do? Didn't do a goddamn thing. That was uh, the end of the line there with um, CM Punk before he started addressing the actual media. So Adam Page, bro. um, A fucking dumb fuck. Empty-headed fucking dumb fuck, Adam Page. Now, seemingly, it it sounds like 
even though Nick Hausman was targeted by Punk, and he ranted about Cole Cabana before he even sat down and took a, a bite of his muffin, looks like Adam Page kind of set him off. Now, believe it or not, you know, I, I did not, I did not find anything surprising about CM Punk going off the script, really, no pun intended, uh, on Dynamite. And it could have been anybody. If it was Adam Page, it would have been somebody else. Uh, even if he didn't injure his foot, bro, uh, I mean, he was sitting with that. He was sitting with that anger for two months to get back on TV and cut that fucking promo. Which, which, which that alone is childish. Yes, yes. Even if he wasn't hurt, bro, he, he would have come out the next week and said it, even, even though it had nothing to do with his build against John Moxley. Nothing. Yeah. Or uh, nothing, uh, nothing to do with anything else. Um, let me, it, let me or, ask you this. And it had nothing to do with his match against Adam Page. He would have thrown it in there anyway. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you this. So he went out on live television with a live microphone and said what he had to say about Hangman. And he said that that was the receipt, right? Yes. Okay. So what was the scrum blow up for? You already gave Hangman his receipt. And to my knowledge, nothing else was said to the media or anywhere else from Hangman about this situation. Hangman did something you didn't like. You felt the need to go on TV, give the receipt. All right. Then there's the receipt. Now we're at the scrum back on Hangman. When are we gonna drop this shit? You 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 gave back your receipt. You gave your receipt. What now? What what happened now? The promo that Adam Page cut was basically Adam Page saying that he's not defending the title against CM Punk. He's defending the title. Uh, he's defending CM Punk. Uh, uh, you know, from AEW. Right. Basically, what he said. And, and then he goes into something about workers' rights. And obviously, he didn't mention Cole Cabana by name, but. Obviously, the workers' rights comment had to do about Cole Cabana. Right. Now, the whole story is Cole Cabana was on his way out of AEW. He was about to get fired or, or his contract was coming up, I believe it was, and Tony Khan was not going to bring him back. Now, right. Cole Cabana was a part of the Dark Order. Cole Cabana was a part of AEW television. He wasn't a, a, a huge aspect of AEW television, but he was in the Dark Order, and the Dark Order is a very well-known faction on the TV program. So... The Young Bucks and Adam Page and all of the elite, they went to bat for Cole Cabana. Cole Cabana is one of the very, very, very few people who knew about AEW before that announcement was made uh, at the start of the company. He was in the know before anybody else. So he is definitely in their inner circle. They went to bat for him, and Tony Khan brought him back to the company, but he didn't bring him back, Jesse, to AEW. He is now a part of the Ring of Honor brand. Now, with the Page comment... This clearly has rattled CM Punk to a point where we got this post-show scrum and the fucking chaos that followed. But but the thing is, you know, you look back at all of this now after what we saw on, on Sunday night, early Monday morning, and I'm actually going to side with CM Punk. You know, this is CM Punk's problem. He's going to talk about it. He's going to address it and make sure the truth is out there regarding his and get his side of the story out there. The problem here lies w- with Tony Khan. Tony Khan felt like he needed to take it upon himself and present, you know, CM Punk with a silver platter. Hey, I'm going to do anything to make you happy in the company while you're here. So basically, Jesse, the way I see it is that Tony Khan went about business by himself and made the decision for CM Punk without really addressing it to anybody else and was going to get rid of Cole Cabana. Everybody knew that was going to happen. The Bucks went to bat. Tony Khan obviously wants to make everybody happy said, you know what, I'll sign him to another contract, but we're going to put him on the Ring of Honor brand. Realistically, he has nothing to do with AEW anymore, and he's not in the AEW locker room. But this, according to me and what I see here, is mostly Tony Khan's fault. I do not. 
I mean, the situation, sure. I mean, but what Tony Khan did with the booking or lack thereof or not resigning Coca-Bana is still not a reason for Punk to go on a tirade that he did. And if Punk had not gone on that tirade the way he did, we would not be sitting here talking about the way that Tony Khan well, the reason didn't why, want to resign Coca-Bana. The reason, why pe- the reason why people, the reason why to- uh, CM Punk went on a tirade is because people were blaming him. I don't think CM Punk is to blame for, for, for what happened here and all the news and rumor and all the backstage uh, arguments and this about, you know, CM Punk being angry with Cole Cabana. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think that has anything to do with CM Punk. He, if, 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 if he feels that, that strongly that, you know, about the, the treatment of Cole Cabana, him being blamed for it is wrong because the Bucks put that shit out there and everything else, then he has a valid point. Still not the good, the right avenue to bring it up and bring it out, though. No, no, I agree. I agree. the the whole The whole premise of the scrum was not the the time and place to do that. You know, it's it's like so. I, I made this analogy talking to um um another friend of mine. You know, I think maybe even you as well. You know, if someone, if someone, if you're at home, sitting at home, enjoying your fucking Monday Night Raw or Dynamite, whatever you're doing, and there's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You go out the next morning and you find out your tire was slashed. Okay, it sucks. You look at your camera, you find out, you know who did it. You found out who did it from your video surveillance camera. And then two weeks later, you decide to go to that person's house and just straight shoot them in the face. Now, (laughs) when it hits the fan that you went and shot someone in the face, you you can't just come back and say, well, he started it by slashing my tire. (laughs) Bro, <laughs> yes, bro, it doesn't. It doesn't give you the gra- it doesn't give you the grounds to fucking go out and murder somebody, bro. No, no. <laughs> you are mad about the Bucks leaking information, and you are mad about a promo that Hangman cut. So you're gonna tear <laughs> down the whole fucking company from the inside out, bro. The whole fucking point of the matter is Tony Khan did not go and bring these guys together to talk about the situation. It sounds like and looks like he, he went about. That's, he that's went about. Point. That's a good point. He did. Remember when they had that all fucking uh, that, that 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 everyone included meeting? Did well, that happened. No, 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 no. That happened after. That happened after all this no- nonsense happened. No, the meeting happened after the after the promo happened. That hangman cut. No, the yeah, meeting yeah, yeah, the no. meeting happened before all out. The meeting happened a week ago. 
Right, but Hangman cut the promo about Punk and everything else a long time ago. Yes, this was this was during the Double or Nothing build between him and Punk. Right. So if this was really on his mind like that, did he not bring it up in the talent only mandatory meeting? I don't know. I don't know what Tony Khan brought up. Nobody no, no, fucking no, asked. No, 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 Punk. I mean, Punk. Did Punk bring up his frustrations about how he felt about Hangman and everything else, and about the stories being leaked? Did he mention that? In the fucking meeting. No, I don't. Well, no, nobody knows. The only You're ones right, that were right. reported. The only ones that were reported. I don't think he did. Because, only, because because that would have given everyone opportunity yes. to put this shit to bed. Instead, Punk this sat around I, at home this is, this and is, waited to get the live television with a live mic to give out his receipt. This is why I initially said on Sunday I felt like it was a fucking work. I felt like we'd be like that. That makes complete sense. You have a talent meeting. Tony Khan is up there. Kenny Omega's talking. The Bucks are talking. Jericho's talking. And nobody says anything. Paige didn't get up and speak. Punk did not get up and speak. Was he even a part of the fucking meeting? We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. What I'm saying, bro, is that I feel like Tony Khan did not get in between these guys and get them together. I felt like he bounced back and forth and he was trying to fucking make one guy happy and then he made one, one, one person unhappy and then he goes back and tries to make everybody happy. It, the, the, there was a lack of communication, and I feel like he took it upon himself to... He wanted to get rid of Cult because of CM Punk, because he wants to make CM Punk happy because CM Punk is his money guy, but he was doing the Bucks wrong because that's their friend. Bucks were like, whoa, 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 TK, what's going on? We don't want we don't want to get rid of him. Let's bring him on board. I don't want, I don't want anything to happen to him. So Tony Khan's all right, all right, I'll bring him back, and we'll put him on Ring of Honor, and then it all got blamed on Punk. The whole locker room fucking dissension was like, oh, CM Punk's causing problems because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to have a, a locker room with Colt Cabana, share a locker room with Colt Cabana. That wasn't the. That wasn't the case. Yeah, that wasn't the case it, at all. It was Tony Khan not communicating and trying to make everybody fucking happy instead of being a boss. Let's let's ask this question: Was was Tony Khan even aware of Punk's um, unhappiness about the Hangman comments before Punk got back? To the ring with a live mic. There was a report after after that CM Punk promo. I, I believe it was earlier in the day. I read somewhere. I don't know where I read it. It was earlier in the day before. And this is a part that also fucking just boggles my mind. Before that dynamite where Punk went out and cut that promo and, and gave that receipt to Adam Page, apparently Tony Khan and CM Punk met in the locker room and spoke for a while about what had happened, right? And the whole injury and this and that. And him being back on television. And then he goes out there... And he cuts that fucking promo and sends that receipt to Adam Page. Now, one of no. two things happened. One, yeah. it was in the mindset of Tony Khan and CM Punk to allow him to go out there and do that, and TK okayed it. Or number two, CM Punk didn't tell TK right. when they were sitting down together, and he went out there, and, and he went into business for himself. But he's blaming, he's blaming Page for going into business for himself. Yeah. Meanwhile, Punk is doing the same thing. Right. That, I, think that, I think that's a very, very important question in all of this is that did Tony Khan even know about this heat or did Punk intentionally keep it from him until he got back yes. out there with a live mic and then did what he did? Or did Punk mention it to Tony Khan because then, then I'm going to say that was TK's opportunity to put this shit to bed right then and there. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't go out and do that shit. Give me some time to work this shit out. Or did Punk just say, oh, no, we're good. Oh, yeah, we're good. Okay, go out there, cut the promo, and all right, good. See you later. Thanks. So if TK didn't go into business for himself, if TK didn't know about Punk going out there and giving that receipt to Hangman, he obviously knew after it was cut. What did TK do when Punk walked through the curtain and walked through Gorilla and walked by TK? Did, did TK say, well, "Bro, bro, what the fuck is going on? There's nothing to do with the match coming up with you and Moxley. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? 
Did he reprimand him? But but wait, but isn't that is isn't that when they had the meeting? The meeting was after Punk went out there and did that promo. The meet, that's when he held the, the fucking the, the mandatory which, meeting. Which meeting? The mandatory meeting, dude. This was one week before All Out. So so the so yeah so the mat so maybe that maybe that was when TK tried to fix this shit maybe because that's when they had the mandatory meeting after Punk went out there and did what he did. Like, so okay, you let's... wait four weeks to fucking fix something? That's obviously a problem. <laughs> It's like me leaving a fucking pipe, a leaking pipe in the fucking bathroom. And, and I got water dripping into my fucking kitchen. Then all of a sudden I see the ceiling fucking cave in. The fuck are you talking about? I'm just going to leave it alone. It'll, it'll fix itself. Yeah, yeah, it's true, man. It's true. Jesus man, Christ. I don't, I don't There's just I'm, I'm so just many fucking loopholes in this thing. TK got blindsided by all of this. feel like I'm reviewing a fucking Monday Night Raw written by Bruce, bro. There's so many logic gaps here. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's it does it does feel like that he's letting the talent do what they fucking want to do, and he's not being an, an authority figure at all in any way whatsoever. No, not no. saying that that's what's going on, but that is the feeling that we're getting from it. So, okay, so so we we ta- we tackle that. That, that. There's there's a lot of like what what if and what what the fuck there. Yeah. I mean, no, nothing nothing makes sense. So. Obviously, obviously, Punk has a problem with Paige and the fact that he went into business for himself, but, but Punk went into business for himself as well. So it's like, you know, okay, they both went into business for themselves. Okay, good, fine. And then TK does nothing about it. He did absolutely nothing about it, said nothing about it. For, as far as we're concerned, nothing hit the news. So then he, then he sees another reporter named Nick. This is not Nick Hausman. I don't think he's a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. Uh, he says, what's your name, sir? And the guy says, Nick. Nick. Fuck the Pittsburgh Penguins. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? You got CM Punk as a Blackhawks fan. So at this point, TK is sitting next to him. And, you know, TK is sitting next to Punk. And he tried to interject Jesse. He said, I made it really clear in Forbes. I want to make it clear again. And Punk interrupted him. It's not his position to make it very fucking clear. There's people who call themselves EVPs that should have fucking known better. This shit was none of their business. I understand sticking up for your friends. I fucking get it. I stuck up for that guy more than anybody else. I paid his bills until I didn't. And it was my decision to do so. And Tony tried to get, you know, take the blame for getting things out of hand. He tried to blame himself. And Punk was not going to allow Tony Khan to blame himself here. I appreciate that, Punk assured Tony Khan. But I'm trying to run a fucking business. And somebody who hasn't done a damn thing in this business jeopardizes... The first million-dollar house that this company has ever drawn off of my back goes on national television and does that. It's a disgrace to this industry. It's a disgrace to this company. Now we're far beyond apologies. I fucking gave him a chance. He did not get uh, get it handled, and you saw what I had to do, which was very regrettable, lowering myself to his fucking level. But that's where we're at right now, and I still walk up and down this hallway and say, if you have a fucking problem with me, Take it up with me. Let's fucking go. And then he says, what's your question, Nick? So Nick asks Tony Khan a question about MJF, who, by the way, you know, obviously returned at the end of the show, and nobody was ever talking about MJF here. Uh, MJF is a fucking afterthought on Tuesday afternoon. And then, obviously, it's going to be CM Punk and MJF at the time, you know, when that world championship needs to happen. And then he looks over at Tony Khan and CM Punk, as he says, yeah, this guy over here, he wants me to work with all the pricks constantly. That's what it is, Punk said. So, 
obviously the entire thing here leading up to this part was all a shoot. And the part that about uh, about MJF where he says he wants me to work with all the pricks that that was uh, part that was part of uh, kayfabe. That was all work. That's part of the plan. That, that part felt like it was. Yeah. Kayfabe. I mean, what's he supposed to do? Go out there and put MJF over? Yeah, yeah, I know. You know. So he says, "Sorry to keep bringing this fucking up," and. I've never spoken this word in I don't know how long, so I'm a little fucking pissed about it. When it came down to that, he was going to sue me. I asked him, I asked to talk to him. He refused. I asked for mediation. It was denied. I offered him money. He says it wasn't enough. He went ahead with the lawsuit and sued. It's his fucking funeral. I don't care. He shares a bank account with his mother. It tells all you need to know about what kind of character that is. I appreciate it, Nick. I'm sorry if I'm a little fucking snippy. I'm hurt, I'm old, and I'm fucking tired, and I work with fucking children. CM Punk's uh, tune, Jesse, is a little different when uh, he came back and he just joined AEW for the first time last year. So excited about work with all the new talent and the fresh talent, putting all the talent over, man. Now he's working with fucking children. Uh, kind of changed his tune a little bit, didn't he? One year, and his tune is now changing. Tony Khan again tried to take the blame. We're all learning here, Tony. It's okay. This is from Mindy's Bakeries. Looking down at his fucking pastries, by the way. It's a great place in Chicago. If you like pastries and baked goods, you should go there. They're closed on Monday and Tuesday. This guy, bro, is setting the fucking company on fire. He's like, yeah, this is from Mindy's Bakery, man. I love this place. You should go there. Monday and Tuesdays, they're closed. <laughs> is he taking this serious at all, man? Is I don't this believe a fucking this shit. joke to him? I don't believe this shit. So he, he chimed in again, and someone tried to ask uh, a question. I'll tell you why I'm upset about it, because if you're an EVP, you don't try to middle your top baby face, try to get your niche audience that's on the internet to hate him for some made-up bullshit rumor. It really pisses me off. You're stepping on your own dick. I'm trying to make money, sell tickets, and fill arenas, and these stupid guys think they're in um, Reseda, he says. We have yeah. a locker room full of pretty brilliant minds. Uh, he says there's a lot of veteran presence backstage in AEW. Jerry Lynn, Dean Malenko, Mark Henry. When I came back, I cut my promo. I thought it was pretty decent. You know what I mean? Kind of blurred the lines a little bit. What's he going to do? Crazy Phil. He's going to go into business for himself, and really, I was just defending myself. But you mix that in with attacking Moxley and mention Eddie Kingston being the second best Kingston, which I thought was a pretty great line, you know. But our locker room, for all the wisdom and brilliance it has, it isn't worth shit when you have an empty-headed idiot who's never done anything in the business doing public interviews saying, eh, I don't really take advice. Who the fuck do you think you are? You know, that's stupid. I'm on a team with Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa, all cheaters, by the way. So I, th I think this might have been a bad, a bad comparison by CM Punk. All fucking notorious cheaters, and none of them should get the accolades that they deserve. Uh, and I don't need to work on my swing. Uh, Barry Bonds, maybe. He was the best swinger out of all three of those guys. I'm not going to listen to these guys going to tell me how to swing a baseball. Fucking go fuck yourself. That's how I feel about it. I dare you to say that to Terry Funk's face. I don't need to listen to you, Mr. Funk. I know what I'm doing. Fucking grow up. Now, the reason why he ranted about that was because there was an expo that Adam Page was a part of. Uh, you guys can go find it online. I forgot the name of the expo, but it looked like he was sitting on the ring apron or, or the apron of a ring, and he was asked a question about something. 
and said that he doesn't really like taking advice from anybody. He's more of a trial and error guy, Jesse. He wants to go out there and make a mistake and fix it on his own. And he wants to go out there and see if he could do it on his own before he absolutely needs to ask for help. Now, I mean, I know people like that. And that's fine if you want to think that way. Why do you think Punk took an issue with this and Adam Page know. not wanting to listen to veterans? I don't know, man. I really don't know because there's nothing wrong with If you want to go out and experience and trial and error and do stuff on your own, that does not make you a piece of shit. No. Like, I don't, like, what is the problem? If it's not what you would do, okay, it's not what Phil would do. But if it's something that Hangman wants to do, I don't think it warranted this kind of goddamn response, man. Well, do you, would do, you do, say that to Terry Funk? What are you, a piece of shit? Do, do, do you think that Punk automatically assumed after he gave him that off-scripted comment in his promo, do you think that Punk now deems Adam Page irresponsible and immature and now just is using this as added fuel to the fire, thinking who he is and... Is he is he angry about that, and that does that anger go into this? I mean, I don't like you said. I don't know why anybody would be upset about this. I mean, now you're just picking fights for the sake of picking fights here. Yeah, I'm sure CM Punk knows a, a couple people in his life that want to go about doing things on their own, and they want right. to learn through trial and error. I, I don't. Right. I don't really uh, like. Why are you upset about that? Right. I think. I, th- I think he's just throwing the hangman shit in there. To try to just to, to to try to build and add to the justification yes. of why he's so angry. Yes. But I think I think the core of his anger has to do with the young bucks leaking information about Coke Cabana being fired. It went hence is why when the subject of Coke Cabana was long gone, it was Punk that went back and made the fucking right turn and went right back to it again. You know, it's but, it's not it's not really Jesse. It doesn't sound like somebody that wants that 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 is a true leader to me. Like no. If if CM Punk is there saying this, how much of the public perception is, oh, yes, CM Punk is the leader of the locker room? All right, if CM Punk is so bothered by Adam Page, you know what? Just remove yourself from the situation. Let Adam Page go out there and do what he's got to do. If he hits a home run like Barry Bonds, all right, congratulate him. If he goes out there and fucking goes 0 for 20 and he's got 16 strikeouts, Jesse, then at that point, maybe you should make yourself present and say, Yo, uh, yo, Paige, l- l- what's going on? Can I help you with anything? And, and this and that. You know, let Paige, let Paige find fault and-, and do wrong in his own time. And then yeah. if he comes to him, then, then it would come off a lot better. And Punk would be, you know what? Let me help you. I don't have a problem helping you. And he would look like a locker room leader. Now he's just looking like, I'm the fucking locker room leader. Why isn't anybody coming to talk to me? Yes. I'm here now. You know, it's yes. like, that's not, a, that's not a good vibe, bro. Exactly. That is that is not the way. At this stage of the game, please, please, someone tell me anyone in that locker room that would feel comfortable going to CM Punk for fucking advice. Nobody. 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 Yet everybody says their locker room door is open. Everybody. Yeah. I mean, the locker room door... I mean, if Punk would have came out and said, my locker room door is open, and... I don't know if you choose not to come through it to, you know, ask for advice. That's on you. That's not how I would do it if I was at that stage of my career, but that's on you. As opposed to if you don't listen to the veterans, you're a piece of shit, piece of scumbag. Terry Funk would never do that. You're a nobody. You're not. You're an airhead. You're stupid. What the fuck? What are we doing here? 
don't what know. are we doing just because he doesn't he wants to do shit on his own you're that angry i don't think that's i think he i think he because the original comment in the ring with punk was about Colt Cabana without Hangman saying Colt Cabana. Yes. That still leads back to Punk being angry about the Young Bucks, possibly, allegedly. I'm not saying they are or not. I mean, it sounds to me like that's something they would do, but we don't know. That he's angry because that shit is getting leaked by the Bucks, and it's now, in turn, fucking up his crowd reactions. Which to yes, him, and he has you know, every reason believe, to be upset about that. Yes. Yeah. For him, that leads to like well, that leads to my money. Yes. Because of my crowd reactions are dwindling, then so is my fucking merchandise sales and shit like that. A- along of his way of thinking. So Hangman brought up Cabana, you know, in a in a sub in that promo. And now Hangman said I don't listen to the veterans in a in an interview. And now the crowd reactions dwindled for the next two weeks, including in Chicago, where MJF got a bigger pop. Now it all comes to a head, you know? So now he's really, his, his core, this core issue was with the Bucks leaking information and the, and the public now thinking that he's trying to blackball Colt Cabana. But he says he's not. Maybe he's not. Like you said, it's probably TK just trying to make his number one guy happy. And now it turned into all of this. Punk cannot be as mad as he pretended to be about Hangman saying, I just want to go do things on my own to find out by myself. That I is mean- not disrespectful to anyone. It's not. I, I, I mean, let's be let's be real. Adam Page has been fucking knocking home runs out of the park every time he gets in the ring. I mean, I don't think right now, if Adam Page needed fucking help on anything, Adam Page, I'm sure, would ask for help on something, or the fans would let him have it to a point yes. where he desperately needs to ask for help. You know, Adam Page, you know, he's done great for himself. So why, why I, I still don't understand why he, he needs to ask for veteran help. It, like, it really does come off to me like CM Punk wants to be put into a position where he's the man and he he wants to be Terry Funk of the locker room. And when people don't come up to him and ask for help, he takes it as a fucking uh, offensive. It's a fucking insult. Like no. he's getting slapped in the face. Bro, you're there, to, you're there to aid the fucking company and make the company money and make the company bigger. Why do you have to have all these fucking different facets to yourself in the company? You're there. You, you know why they fucking brought you in. Now you need extra justification yeah. uh, in your, about your locker room presence? What type you know of ego what? is this? You know what this reminds me of in a way? Remember the remember the dispute that CM Punk got into with Tony Atlas of a veteran back in the day and Punk was the new guy and 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 Tony Atlas was 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 kind of perplexed as to why Punk did what he did with the tape and the X and Punk's trying to explain it and then Atlas is like, "Well, you know, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it." And Punk went off about how, you know, well this is me. This is what I like to do. It's a part of me, you know, so I, this is what I like to do. He was real adamant about that, and he was right. You know, the old guys are not going to understand what you want to do and what you want to focus on as far as your gimmick and shit like that. And he got all offended because Tony Atlas didn't like it, but now look at him right now about fucking 20 years later. Uh, something apparently is going down right now. Sap posted... Something big is happening right now. Tons of very shocked... This is from a buddy of mine. Uh, tons of very shocked gifts coming from all Twitter journalists. Something big happened just now. For sure, something seems to be coming. Ticket Drew just texted me, holy shit. So, I knew it. I, what did I, I don't, tell you before I, we started I, this fucking yes, show? Yes, something was going to happen. Um, I said something is going to happen today or tomorrow morning before Dynamite. And it's, it's going down right now. And we are, we are in the middle of it. We are, we are 5,000 deep. 
here. Thank you guys very much. What, whatever this news is, uh, I am going to get it to you with, with Jesse. I'm trying to refresh my my Twitter page. Nothing nothing seems to have uh, come across the feed yet. Um, Punk Looks has like a meeting with TK up, today. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll we'll keep up. We'll keep this up. We'll, we'll keep up with this. Uh, let's let's not kind of put a stagnant feel on on the stream. But something apparently uh, right now is going on. Um, I don't know what it is. It, it is reportedly very big. Uh, what this means, uh, who it pertains to, I don't know. CM Punk, the Elite, uh, Ace Steel, I, I I don't know. So we will see what happens. Um, Punk. After that whole hangman thing, calling Adam Page uh, out for not wanting veteran help. Um, he then got back on track for most of the rest of the scrum. Uh, the reason I've never defended myself, he says, is because when you do, it just sounds like you're being defensive. But I've eaten shit on this subject for a very long time. And I'm very sad today that I had to get up here and say his name. He doesn't fucking deserve it. And talk about it, but facts are facts. Name two people that have made the most money off of the name CM Punk. I don't think you're there yet, he looks over at Tony Khan. First one's Vince McMahon. Second one's Scott Colton. I hope you all have a good night. Please be more responsible with the news you get from certain people. And just remember, we're human beings. Thank you. So that was the end of CM Punk's post-show scrum. Uh, really nothing about uh, Moxley. Nothing about MJF, other than he's a prick. But it was mostly in regards to all the rumor and uh, him coming to his own defense and telling his side of the story. Malachi was removed from the roster page. Okay, I'm not surprised by that at all. If he's released, good. Well, I, no, I, if he's released, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm, I mean, you mean the, 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 the rumor was supposedly debunked and he was not given a release. I mean, so if he's not on the roster page, that means he was released. That's big fucking news. It is... Uh, Unconfirmed reports, I don't know, people are telling me, this is just random tweets, don't believe this. Unconfirmed reports, I see him Punk has been fired, apparently, if true, then Warner Brothers had an influence on that. Um, I, I don't know. Well, I'm still, I'm still, I mean, I don't know what happened, suspension or termination, but if he got fired, I would not be surprised by it, man. I won't be surprised by it either. Uh, and it's, uh, it would go down as pro- probably the most disappointing uh, incident in all of pro wrestling history. It would. To be honest with you, man, I understand all of the financial reasons why it would be a bad idea to fire a CM Punk. At the same time, I understand all of the moral reasons why it would be important to do so. Yeah. I, I mean, I understand. Yeah, after what had happened, and we're about to get into that now, I would not be surprised uh, about uh, CM Punk being fired. Um, this is from Fightful Select. CM Punk confronted by the Young Bucks immediately after the scrum was over. Kenny Omega after the comments at All Out. Um, this was, uh, the Elite and Kenny Omega. And then, uh, the Bucks, CM Punk, a steal. Huge fight broke out. Nick Jackson has a black eye. Chair was thrown at the Bucks. PW Insider had reported after the scrum that he returned to his locker room, did Punk, where the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega confronted him. We can confirm that Punk and the Young Bucks had a physical altercation, but haven't heard the same for Omega. Instead, Omega and A-Steel were said to have uh, their own physical altercation. Um, Apparently, we're told that A-Steel cracked Nick Jackson with a chair, threw a chair at him, with another person saying that they think he's lucky to not be in jail. 
Several sources in AEW that we spoke with say that they believe Ace Steel will not be back with the company after this incident. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to stop right there, Jesse. I know you mentioned it to me earlier in the day. You 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 told me before we even went live that you felt like Ace Steel was about to get the fucking axe. He, Ace Steel is gone, dude. He he's is finished. he is the most expendable party in this whole ordeal. Yes, and he's only so, there. He's only there for what reason? Why we we obviously know why, but tell the people why he's there. He's he's only there because Punk wants him there. I mean, I mean, which is it's not like that's a bad thing. Look, Punk, you know, Punk wants his guy. He wants his fucking best friend there to you know help him out, do shit. I mean. There's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong. And not to mention, Ace still brings something to the table, man. I mean, it's not like he just got a hang around. The guy has fucking wrestling experience and knowledge, man. He's there for a good reason. But you can't act like this. Yeah. You can't act like this. You don't work for CM Punk, bro. You work for AEW. You can't act like this. PW Insider also noted that Steele's wife was said to have been around caring for Punk's dog, Larry. The story of, the story of Nick Jackson having a black guy came from Steele throwing the chair at him. Security was called, and there were many people trying to break up everything. One person outright said it was a situation of them trying to save lives. Now, that's pretty fucking bad. There, pretty was, bad. An, there was an incredible amount of heat on a steel after the situation, with one person saying that they weren't sure what happened, but it couldn't have possibly escalated to hitting somebody with a chair. The argument continued with a lot of cursing and shouting until the elite left the area, We've heard from people who are siding with both saying that Punk's comments prompted the situation and others saying the elite shouldn't have approached Punk while he was clearly pissed off. However, the large majority seem to think that Punk should have expected to have been approached about it after the comments in the scrum. Now, the problem that the, the issue here is, Jesse, you know, while all of this is happening, Punk gets up. Let, let's visualize this. Punk gets up. He walks right. to the fucking back. He goes to the locker room. They're still in the now arena. They get or him and they still get confronted by the Bucks. There's a big fight. Meanwhile, Tony Khan is, is going on about the fucking scrum. He's got Swerve and Keith Lee and Tony Storm and Chris Jericho, and then he does another 20 minutes by himself. Was there nobody back there to go get word to Tony Khan, hey, guys, I need to end the fucking scrum and get in there? What the fuck is well, going on? Well, I mean, in, in that instant moment, there's nothing Tony Khan can do. It's not, it, it's not, it's not his place to, get, to go out there and physically... Pull these guys apart. That's what security's fucking job is to do. Separate this shit, calm it down, and when I get done taking care of business, I'll come sort all this shit out. So, I mean, what is Tony Khan going to physically do with five, six men, grown-ass wrestlers, throwing shit and everything? What, what is he going to do? He's not going to physically physically do anything, but the whole visualization of him continuing with the fucking scrum and then going on about Triple H and fucking WWE and the fact that they ran two shows and, you know, they're not the only, the only, the only game in town on Labor Day weekend anymore. I mean, it's just fucking ridiculous. To me, it just looks ridiculous. Like, if I'm a boss and I know my fucking locker room is imploding right behind me, why are you still condu- conducting a, a scrum interview? Yeah. I mean, it, it should have went, you know, before that, though. Why are you sitting there and letting this guy just just derail your company right in front of you? Which we didn't mention. Why didn't anybody cut the man's fucking microphone? Tony Khan is the fucking boss, and he let this guy out there to say whatever the fuck he want. He did not. He tried to, but CM Punk overstepped him, and then he didn't try again. But Tony Khan is the boss. He didn't try and cut his microphone. He didn't tell anybody. I, I, I've been at these scrums several times, and they got people who are moderating this thing. Cut his fucking microphone off. Yeah. Or say something to him. Bro, let's, let's talk about Mox. Let's talk about MJ. Let's talk about Grand Slam coming up. You know? How did you wrestle? What, what was, how was the foot? How did you wrestle out there with the foot? But this and that. 
Bada, 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 blah, blah, whatever. Nothing. Yeah. Malachi's still on the roster page. Malachi's still on the roster page. Okay. I was looking at a Dave Meltzer reply to what someone sent him. Okay. Malachi's still there. The argument he, he, continues. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. So, no. It's, you know, here's the, here's the thing. Before I, I like, I like playing devil's advocate when we, when we, when we break down a situation, like, and, and, and especially in terms of it's hard to say what you would do because that is a situation that no one could have prepared themselves for. If that makes any sense, like who would have thought that there'd be a moment you'd be sitting there next to CM Punk, just going ham like this. It's not like he had a pre, like a, a predetermined response or reply to this, if this should happen. So if, it probably felt like a, a huge surreal moment. And he's probably going through the whole process in his own head. If I cut this guy's mic right now and do all this other shit, is that gonna add to the issue of like, oh shit? And then and then and then what happens if punk if if, if punk rejects your denial? Like 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 when Tony Khan tried to say something and punk just basically shut him up. You know, it was like I don't want to escalate it. I just kind of want it to end so I can go in the back and fix it. But unfortunately, it kept getting worse. So, so, so the worse. guy, the guy's a pushover. The guy, the guy is is uh, having the locker room walk all over him. He's not a real boss. He's not a real boss. I love him. I love. Listen, I love everything he's done, and I'm, I'm, and we are huge fans of what he's done. But he's not yes. a real boss. Yes. I don't give a fuck who that is. You know, he's obviously, obviously he's got a problem. Dude, can you fucking imagine Triple H letting somebody say that in his presence? Yes. Can you imagine? Yes. It, it it appears to me, it appears to me that Tony Khan, like you said, he's not a boss. He's an owner. He's not a, he's not a manager. He's not a coach. He's not a boss. He can own the Yankees. That does not give him the ability to go and coach it. He needs someone that can actually coach this roster, manage it, and keep shit under control while he sits back and reaps the benefits of the money. Because just because you have the money to own a company does not mean you have the knowledge to run one the right way with the, with the, with the people you have in place, with Punk and all these big-time names and these, and these egos and wrestlers. Let someone who's more experienced do that job for you. Hire someone to manage your roster, and you sit at home and you make the business decisions. Bro, Tony Khan has power in the fact that he owns the company and he signs the paychecks. Tony Khan is paying CM Punk to do what Tony Khan wants. Clearly, yeah. Tony Khan is allowing CM Punk to run the fucking company over him. Yeah. And that's not right. His yeah. mic should have been cut. Like, say whatever you got to say about Scott Colton. But you going off and burying the locker room, which then led to the fucking incident that we're, we're, that we're reading now, that's not a boss, bro. That's a fucking coward. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's not. He, he he's. I don't think he's equipped for this. I see the chat mentioning names off my last comment. Some good names, man. R William Regal. You know, these are great fucking names, man. They, they they have they have the experience and the talent. Dean Malenko, you know, you know, health willing. I mean, they have people. You know, uh, Christopher Daniels, bro. These there should be someone who's respected and who has the experience and actually and actually managing these egos in pro wrestling because it's become apparently clear that Tony Khan is not. So he's needed in the company. Hell, if you even want to, if you want to, you know, do creative too, fine, that's great. But you need someone to actually, actually manage the fucking talent because he's not doing it. He's, he, he needs a Triple H. Yeah. 
while whilst while his wife and Nick Khan and everybody else goes and does the business side, he needs someone like a Triple H to put this shit in order in the fucking locker room. Sap said to uh, somebody that um, the Las Vegas Fight Shop, a verified account, um, said, I'm nervously awaiting to see what Sap will report right now, like legit nervous, LOL. Got to verify, he says, nothing imminent right now. Yeah. So everybody, uh, you know, walking on eggshells and holding their breath about an announcement to be made here. We might not get it uh, during this stream, so. Uh, we're going to continue on, and if I hear anything, if Jesse hears anything, we'll obviously talk about it when it happens. Um, all right, so Ace Steel's wife is there. She was watching Larry, a lot of cursing, and the argument continued with a lot of cursing. The elite left the area. We've heard from people who are siding with both, saying that Punk's comments prompted the situation, and others saying the elite should have approached Punk while he was clearly pissed off. However... The large majority seem to think that Punk should have expected to have been approached about it. I mean, clearly, he was going to be approached about it because... He said, approach me about yes, it. Yes, yes, he said it himself. He's like, if you got a fucking problem with me, come and see me. So and he got what he wanted. not have a problem with him with all the shit he just did just now? He got what he wanted. He got what he wanted. I think Punk's trying to get fucking fired, man. PW Insider noted how FTR had left the building by then. They posted on Twitter that they were bonding with others in the locker room over a bottle of Woodford Reserve gifted by Strong Style's uh, Cher Delaware. Cher Delaware. Uh, I know Cher. She's good good friends with Sap. Um, I know uh, it would uh, seem like they, uh, as well as many others in the locker room, who had long left would likely have not been in any condition to have gang wars unfold. Chris Jericho was credited by several that we spoke to here at Fightful for stepping in and e, uh, and showing his leadership role over the last couple of weeks, especially with this incident. Multiple sources cited his calm demeanor at the scrum in the middle of all the wildness that was going on and him speaking at the AW Talent meeting recently. While speaking on The Observer, Meltzer noted that no one involved is allowed to talk about what happened due to pending legal issues. Meltzer says nobody's allowed to talk or wants to talk because, well, they're not allowed to talk because there's pending legal issues based on what happened. It's not a work at all, and you don't have legal issues, and police officers were running in there. It's not a work, that's for sure. Meltzer continued a few minutes later. There's legal people involved. There's a lot of legal situations involved. It can be very messy. I think that's one of the reasons why no one in AW is allowed to talk about it from a company standpoint. No one is talking, but they're going to have uh, to talk about it at some point. So... That was after the scrum. FTR left the building. They posted on Twitter that they were bonding with others in the locker room over a bottle of whiskey. Jericho was uh, spoken highly of for stepping in, more of a leadership role. I believe he had uttered something to Tony Khan about what was going on in the back before he left Tony Khan by himself to conduct the last 20 minutes of the scrum. And nobody's allowed to talk about it. So after all this is over, Obviously, it's all over. It reached a high point. Then we get to the moments after it was all over, Jesse. There were numerous WWE talents that apparently reached out to Fightful to get the notes on what went down as all the details behind the all-out post-show scrum and the fight that ensued. A top WWE star said that they believe that the CM, that CM Punk that they knew years ago is being highlighted. Another WWE talent said that if it was a work, it was one of the most elaborate works they've ever seen. 
A third talent said much of the same. If this punk press scrum thing is a work, bravo. Both had contacted Fightful before Raw and said that they learned individually that it wasn't a work and expressed surprise that it even happened. There was confusion from both of those as to why Tony Khan would not comment in the follow-up about Punk bashing the EVPs and not providing clarity regarding the people who launched the company with him. You, you can't expect a lot of people to here to have a lot of positive things to say about Punk, and I think he's aware of that and has probably come to peace with it. One talent who worked with Punk in the past said, I feel like he's trying to run things there, and it looks like he's doing just that. So even WWE talents, bro, we, they are uttering the same things that we just said. It looks like Punk is running the company more so than Tony Khan is running the company. It does, unfortunately. Or, or at least, at the very least, Punk is trying to run the company and Tony Khan's not stopping him. Tony Khan is not stopping him. No. Why would he not stop CM Punk? Why? Again, why is he not being a boss and putting his foot down? I'm the one paying you. You work for me. Why doesn't he speak up and get vocal no matter who this is? I don't get it. This is very weird. Very, very fucking weird. Very weird. Now, I thought, Jesse and I, you know, discussed this on Sunday. I legitimately thought this was going to go, go end up being a work. Just the way I, everything was playing out. And, you know, even some of the WWE guys were like, you know, maybe it's a work. And if it is a work, it's one of the most elaborate works ever. But clearly it's not. Nothing is a work. It's the worst ever because AEW does not seem to be benefiting from any of this being a work at all. No. It makes the company look like a complete clusterfuck. That perception is not the one that they want out there at all. Just just in efforts to put a storyline over. It's not it it's not worth it at all. So we got another talent in WWE, another longtime main eventer, told us that they consider Punk's actions unprofessional and don't believe he's the company man or leader that he made himself out to be. That person, that same person, would call Punk selfish and arrogant. This sentiment was echoed by several we spoke to, including some talent that worked on the set with Punk at Fox. I know CM Punk and Kevin Owens, uh, I guess, don't like each other. CM Punk, uh, I don't know what the issue there is with Kevin Owens, but Kevin Owens, Jesse... We saw him tweet a picture of him and Stone Cold Steve Austin in the main event of WrestleMania as soon as Punk had left the podium at the post-show scrum. So I wonder if one of these main event talents is someone like Kevin Owens who spoke anonymously to Fightful. We don't know. I don't know, man. A WWE official said that they agreed with Tony Khan that wrestlers not liking each other wasn't bad for wrestling, but said that in situations like Punk and the Elites... That power had to be asserted in order to let everyone know that wasn't tolerable. The same official said that kind of thing didn't happen as often recently in WWE, except for the likes of Chris Jericho and Brock Lesnar, because talent knew that if they did that while Vince McMahon was there, they probably weren't going to be welcomed back. But situations where it did happen, like Alberto Del Rio, they were fired. Another top name told us at FIFA that if the parties involved don't put their issues aside and make money with this... None of them have business talking about drawing houses or losing fans or interest. They have a good show, but this is still the biggest piece of business that they've done, and they have to capitalize. The same source pointed out to Matt Hardy, Edge, MJF, and Kurt Angle as people who would be willing to do that and accelerated their careers. 
Now, Jesse, if everybody, everybody could get on the same page, do you agree with that sentiment by that top WWE name saying that they need to put all this aside, work for the sake of business, and make this thing into an angle? It's not happening at this point. I think it's no. gone too far. No. Um, I, I think it's gone too far. I, I, I think we they need to just... They need to scrap everything. They need to scrap everything that might involve a storyline with this and start over. If they were able to work together through this shit, we wouldn't be at the point where we are right now. No. We wouldn't be at this point. At this point, at this stage of the game, there just needs to be some damage control by Tony Khan. So what happened between Ace Steel and Kenny Omega? Apparently, it was confirmed to Fightful that Ace Steel bit Kenny Omega. CM Punk threw punches, and it sure hit Nick Jackson in the eye. However, there are conflicting views on who started it. Some we spoke to. Can you check Fight for Select real quick? Yeah, hold on. Before I mention this shit, I'm going to send you this too. Nothing uh, nothing, uh, uh, broke here. Nothing yet. Nothing at all? No. All right. I'm going to send you this link and see what you want to make of this, because it, it... I know how it sounds. I know how it looks. It looks fucking ridiculous. But I'm just gonna put it out there because it has Sap's name in the fucking story. Yeah, I I don't uh, I, I don't put any credit to it. <clears throat> nah, I don't I don't believe this. I'm not even gonna read it on the air. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not even gonna read that in the on the air. That's ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Kenny Omega was bit by a steel. CM Punk threw punches, chair hit Nick Jackson in the eye, conflicting views on who started it. So some we spoke to at Fightful believe that Punk should have expected to be confronted after the things he said. Another person said Omega and the Bucks aggressively approached the locker room in what Punk could have construed as a three-on-one attack. We're told that the situation went on for about six minutes with Brandon Cutler, Christopher Daniels, and Pat Buck trying to defuse the situation. Thus far, none of the roster or media we've reached out to have admitted to hearing from Tony Khan since the melee happened. We were told by another person high up in the company to not expect to hear much officially in the day that followed due to possible legal issues. Fightful heard back from Hoffman Estates Police Department, who said Hoffman Estates Police Department does not have any police records or reports, nor any documentation that police were requested during the AW All Out event for anything that allegedly occurred backstage. The only police response at the event was regarding a family issue in the audience. So, I want to stop there. Punches were thrown, Jesse. CM Punk apparently threw punches. And a chair hit Nick Jackson in the eye. Reportedly got a black eye. Now, we were live the last time something like this happened. And two talents got confrontational with each other. Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara got confrontational in the locker room because of miscommunication, which has since been diffused. Good on them. They showed that they can be professional, and I'm very happy that both really put the issues aside. Eddie Kingston owned up to it. Sammy Guevara owned up to it. But in the midst of all that happening, Jesse, Eddie Kingston got suspended for two weeks, and I don't know if this is true or not, had to take anger management. He pie-faced Sammy Guevara. Now, I don't know what a pie-face really means, you know, when you read it verbally, was it really, you know, him putting his hands on Sammy? Was it, I, I, I read that it, it grazed, his hand grazed Sammy. We don't know. But Tony Khan acted swiftly there, Jesse, and suspended Eddie Kingston for two weeks. CM Punk threw fucking punches here, bro. Are we going to see the same thing? We don't know what the major news is today. Are we going to see the same thing 
Not only with CM Punk, but with Ace Steel, Kenny Omega, Nick Jackson, clearly there was a fucking fight backstage. Is CM Punk or all of the above going to get fined and suspended just like Eddie Kingston was suspended? You'd think it would be right. Wow. Um, it sounds like that's three different kinds of fucking questions, man. What's gonna happen? What should happen? You know, I mean, it, it's, you know, it. what should happen? CM Punk should be at the very least suspended. He yes. still should be fired. Um, as far as the Bucks, I mean, if the stories are true that it was Punk that swung first, and again, that's if the stories are fucking true, guys, then I would I would call it similar to the Eddie Kingston, Sammy Guevara thing where Eddie got suspended and Sammy did not. And and, and if we're going to stay on an even playing field and play fair and be consistent, then the one who swung should be suspended and the one who didn't swing and just kind of put their hands up and say, hey, hey, I didn't do anything, then there should be no suspension. Now, did the Bucks fight back? That's another fucking question because Sammy didn't fight back from no. what I understand. He just no. got swung on and kind of just backed off. Yeah, from. he did not raise his hands to Eddie Kingston. Right. So if the Bucks fought back, then that could also be a reason for suspension. Then all parties should be fucking suspended. Um, the guy who wants to go around and bite Kenny fucking Omega should be terminated and blackballed from this fucking business. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. He bit a steel bit Kenny Omega, bro. Bro, that's what reportedly is being said. If that's true, gone, gone. Not even a fucking blink, gone. No, gone. No. I mean, if. If you it's me, if it's CM me, Punk. I'm suspending all of them. I don't yeah. give a shit who he is, bro. I'm suspending CM Punk without yeah. pay. Yeah, clear. I mean, he does not. A Steel does not work for CM Punk, guys. You can't. You can't do that shit. You and work CM Punk AEW. works for Tony Khan. And you got to hit CM Punk where it, it, it's going to hurt the most, and that is his fucking ego and his wallet. You can't run around this company and say whatever the fuck you want. So now I'm going to take it upon myself to hit you where it fucking hurts because you're hurting the credibility of my fucking company, and that is your wallet. Suspended. Yeah, I mean, I'm paying... Or drop the fucking title to MJF at Grand Slam and then fucking suspend him and keep him off television until he learns his fucking lesson. Seriously, if I'm paying this guy as much money as I'm paying him, he's putting me through all of this, I want some of that fucking money back. Yeah. Absolutely. The Bucks suspended. Omega suspended. Get him get get him out for however long you need. Now the question is, Jesse, if CM Punk is not suspended, if if CM Punk is not suspended, but Eddie oh, Kingston was be. suspended. He has to be. It'll be a shit storm if he's Bro, out. I mean, look at what happened at the scrum. This guy is allowing CM Punk to basically do whatever he wants. It is a huge likelihood, a possibility that CM Punk, nothing happens to CM Punk. He's just merely Bro. fine. Slap on the wrist. If he if if he if he shows up on fucking dynamite on Wednesday, get ready for a public bla- backlash on Punk that you would never would have fucking imagined, bro. No, Punk has to face if, consequences. If they do not suspend CM Punk and treat him the way he needs to be treated here, and treat him like uh, like everybody else in the locker room, and don't put him on a fucking pedestal like they have been. Bro, that is that is all you need to know about the environment in that locker room. Yeah. And that is not going to be a locker room that people currently are going to want to continue to be a part of. And that's not going to be a locker room that is going to attract people who are not there yet. 
And that is going to fucking kill this company. Yep. Yep. Something something has to be done, and it has to come down really fucking swift and really fucking hard, man. And if not, this company, it, 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 if, put it like this, I believe that the, the way that this situation is handled by Tony Khan is going to dictate the direction of AEW going forward. Yes. Man. Yes. Um, he needs to he needs to be a fucking boss. His his business is on the line here. Do you yep. want your business to get back to where it needs to be? You have to make the right choices. Every single person in this incident needs to be suspended. I'm not no, yep. listen, I would be fucking shocked if CM Punk is fired. I would be I'd shocked. I'd be shocked. I I I'd be shocked, but at the same time I really wouldn't be because of I'm shocked by what he did. You know, I'd be shocked that Tony Khan pulled the balls to fire him, but at the same time, I wouldn't be shocked that he got fired because of what he actually did. We, we, we don't know. I mean, it, it, CM Punk could be suspended. The Bucks could be fired. I mean, is it a possibility the Bucks could be fired? No, no. No. No, that's not happening. That is not happening. So if there's someone Just, fired, if there's someone fired here out of all these groups of people, bro, you're thinking that CM Punk is the one to go. If well, first off, it's A Steel. A Steel's already well. I mean, money. We know he's gone. He he's gone. But no one outside of outside of A Steel with the Bucks, um, with Hang with, with um Hangman with Kenny with Punk, none of those guys are getting fired. If anyone is to be fired, it would have to be CM Punk. The other guys, they were all reacting to what Punk just did to them. They can get their suspensions and their fines or whatever, but no one's getting fired. If someone is fired outside of a steal, it would be CM Punk. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, I would I be shocked. I, I, I don't want it either. I don't want it. But at the same time, I, do, I would like to see some locker room harmony in AEW. And I would like to see Tony Khan be a fucking man and a boss. I don't give a shit who these guys are. This is your fucking company. Yeah. You think the fans are going to fucking take to this shit? Some of them are. They love this shit. I know I don't. I don't like this shit at all. No. I don't like the, the fans who like this are the WWE. Like, yes. Shill fans. Yes. They're, they're waiting this. for the company to fucking implode and, and die. Good, good for them. I mean, they're, I mean, you know, I get it. You know, it's, I was thinking the other day, I was trying to put all of this wrestling company beef into perspective it, and it's kind of like hating your rival team you know if you're a, if you're a bears fan you hate the packers bro you just hate them so you're not gonna sit around and say hey, i'll watch a packers game because i love football that's not how it goes with that with those kind of sports so for them to be you know all wwe all the time and they see their rival you know imploding then they're enjoying it yeah, you know those are the fans who are enjoying this, but the fans who just want to see both companies succeed, they're not enjoying this, man. It's 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 bas- it's basically watching the Mets and the Yankees in the playoffs this year. And if the Yankees are are eliminated with the way that they're playing lately, the Mets fans are gonna fucking gloat, 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 get the fuck out. You know, I'm glad the Yankees are gone. You know, and vice versa. That, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Ticket Drew is called. Let me let me see. Let me see. He, I don't even now think he knows. News I don't even say Malachi Black is. I don't to even think page. he's. I don't even think he's. Uh... But I'm looking at Malachi. Bro. About... Bro. I'm live on YouTube. What's up? Can you talk? Can you talk now? <laughs> J- 
just text me, bro. I'm, li I'm live on the air right now. I didn't know you were live. Yeah. Yeah, just text me. All right. Uh-oh. Take a Drew note something. <laughs> Jesus. So Ringside News is now reporting that Malachi Black was taken off the roster page. But, but Meltzer just said, you just said Meltzer said no. Yeah, and, and better than that, I just pulled up the fucking roster page. So he's there. Now, I will say this. Everyone on the roster page is in alphabetical order, except Malachi Black for some reason. They're not seeing him because he's coming after Mr. Brody Lee and before Nick Camarado. He's not in... Everyone Everyone on this page is in alphabetical order, according to, the, to, to their first name. If you go by their first name, he should be up there right before Mark Henry. But he's not. He's at the end of the M's before Nick Camarado and after Mr. Brody Lee. So people uh, who just looked in alphabetical order don't see him, and they're reporting that he's not there. Well, Tony Khan was asked about Malachi in the scrum. I, I have more news on this CM Punk thing. I got a couple more uh, lines here in this story. Uh, but Tony Khan was asked about Malachi, and he said it was uh, something for the live audience, and, you know, uh, they're going to tackle that when, 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 they, when they approach that. So, you know, he didn't really give too much information on that in, in the scrum. So what, what you guys uh, didn't see, if you were watching the show um, on pay-per-view, you saw Malachi on Twitter. People in attendance saw him blow a kiss. People saw him embrace Buddy Matthews and Brody King. And it was almost as if it was his final uh, send-off from the company. Now, there's been rumors about Malachi's unhappy with creative, which, uh, I mean, won't surprise anybody at this point. He's been depressed. He's got personal problems going on. Uh, he wants a sabbatical just to clear his mind. We, we don't know. So if Malachi is granted his release, I would not be surprised to hear Malachi has been granted his release. But I don't think we're going to get that. I think Tony Khan's going to allow him to take some time off because I don't think Tony Khan wants to lose somebody like that. Now, if he really does want out, Jesse, what do you do? Do you let him go? It's a, you know what? That's a good question, man. And the, I think the important, the important thing about that question is, is what kind of precedence do you want to set? Because this is the first time, if this is true, that someone has someone. Uh, Someone as high on the card as Malachi, as Malachi Black has requested his release. Yeah. And now everyone wants to know if he's going to get it or not. Because one would think that, hey, Tony Khan is going to think, if you don't, you don't want to be here, I won't keep you here. I'll let you go. But at the same time, this guy is a major asset. Not only a major asset for you, he'll be an even bigger asset for your opposition. So, and I don't know. You don't want him here happy. I'm with you. I say, look, man, I don't know what's going on. I'm here to I'm here to do what I can to make you happy here. Take your time off. Take some time off. Let's regroup. Let's refocus and come back in you know a couple of months and refigure this out and we'll and we'll rediscuss this release if you still feel that way. Um I will say this releasing a Malachi would set, like you said, Jesse, would set a bad precedent for the company because that just opens up Pandora's box, bro. You release that guy. I know there are a couple other guys there that don't want to be there and that Yep. We'll, we'll ask for their release, and, you know, you're going to have to abide uh, by everybody. You're going to have to yeah. let everybody go if you let one go, right? Yeah, it's a really bad – yeah, you don't want everyone requesting, you know, releases left and right because now they're not happy that Punk is still here and not fired. They don't like the locker room dynamic anymore. You know, now they want out. You just don't want to just, just throw out releases to whoever requests them. So – I think it's a really bad precedence to set, so I would say no to the release, man. 
Wade Keller apparently is is tweeting some odd shit too. Um, he says, uh, he said, yeah, I'll add to the cryptic comments about lots of indications of pending, perhaps imminent major developments regarding AEW. Nobody's so talking. Nothing. Nobody's talking. No, everybody's just being very cryptic right now. Um, all right, continuing on with this uh, this story here. Um, so, no police response at the scrum. Almost unanimously, the talent that we've spoken to said, uh, haven't been in favor of the way CM Punk handled things at all that evening. Even talent that typically would back Punk either said that's not what they would have done or haven't commented to us. We've also heard the rumors of Punk sustaining an injury during the melee. The rumor had been uh, echoed as heard of from people in the company, but we have not confirmed this at all. Uh, Jesse, if he's injured, it, it, I, I mean, that would be grounds for, uh, I, I don't know if that would be grounds for termination. That would certainly be grounds for suspension, suspension as well. And that's when I do think, like you said before, that's when Warner Media is going to get involved, bro. You know, maybe that's an out for TK. The guy just broke his fucking foot. Now he's starting fights in the locker room that got him put back on the injury list at all. Maybe he wants to cut his fucking losses. I don't know the terms of Punk's deal. I don't know if he owes him all of the money that's in that deal, if it's guaranteed money or if it's a per-appearance deal. I don't know. But there's a lot to consider. There's a lot to consider when you're talking about what to do with this situation, and it involves CM Punk. He is your number one guy. Letting him go could be detrimental to your company. Keeping him could be detrimental to your fucking locker room. Yeah. So if he's injured, nobody's heard anything about it, but uh, I hope that's not the case. That would be that would be just terrible. That would be just an awful, awful situation because it would derail now a second time what we're trying to do with MJF. There are several wrestlers who are not sure of their creative for Wednesday's AEW Dynamite. As a result of this, several longtime AEW stars says they don't understand how Punk couldn't be let go after this. Several longtime AEW stars said they don't understand how Punk couldn't be let go after this, Jesse. I don't know. I mean, the, all, all the justification to be terminated is right there. It is. It's all, it's all there. And to keep Punk and punish him a different way, that's also understandable. But the punishment just needs to be hard. It needs to be really fucking hard. Termination is the hardest you can get. If you're not going to terminate them, I'm thinking suspension, money, uh, title stripping, all of the above. But it's not like him being terminated would be too harsh. It, it would be completely justified. So that was said by some longtime AEW stars. After we spoke on the Fightful Post Show, says Sap, about talent taking issue in the past about Adam Hangman Page for working stiff, several readers tried to tie the two situations. We haven't heard of any connection, but we were told last year that Arn Anderson spoke with Page and let him know to lighten up. Page even then was generally well-liked outside of that situation that saw a couple of wrestlers end up being injured. We're told that wasn't connected to this, and that was thought Hangman Page and CM Punk got along well until this spring. There is sympathy as it relates to MJF's return for some, but everyone was generally left in the dark regarding MJF's status for months and said it mirrored that of Punk winning the title in Vegas and Wardlow beating him, but everyone's speaking about MJF. 
Those we spoke to had not heard of any heat between MJF and Punk prior to Punk basically mentioning MJF as one of the stubborn kids he had to work with. That what was it, nothing. Uh, yeah, that was that 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 was that was a work. Yeah, yeah, that one. That's not. That's. I mean, I don't know why they they put that in there. That was a work. I mean, the the whole thing wasn't the one hundred percent. Clearly, his next feud is MJF. He's supposed to be the top babyface, Punk, and he's supposed to be feuding with MJF. So he just threw that one in there in the midst of his rage. But again, I think that's a part of Punk's frustration is that he's supposed to be the top, top babyface going against this top, top, top heel. And, you know, according to Punk, the Bucks have derailed that by leaking uh, these news articles. Yes. Several AEW personnel have been suspended for the backstage incident after the media scrum at All Out. Brian Last, Brian Last Wrestling News is reporting that several AEW personnel have been suspended by the company. No names have been listed, so take this with a grain of salt. Their report states that the suspensions were handed down to the people who were in the, in the room during the incident that involved CM Punk, a still the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega. Brian Last tweeted, and I quote, The Wrestling News has learned that several AEW personnel who were in the room for the CM Punk elite altercation have been suspended. Last added the following in a follow-up tweet, The Wrestling News has learned that several AEW personnel who were in the room for the CM Punk elite altercation have been suspended. This news essentially means that several of the company's top stars will not be available this Wednesday following the all-out show on Dynamite. Punk is the world champion, and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega just won the trios championships at the pay-per-view. So suspensions have been handed down. We don't know who or how many of them have been suspended, but suspensions have been handed down. Supposedly. Supposedly. I think it's important to find out who exactly was. I think that's the that's the key part of all of this. Yeah. We I mean we shall if it feels like we're gonna find out in the next, you know, few minutes, to be honest. Within an hour it was it would it appear. It sounds like the gag order that TK is putting out on this information is actually working this time. You no, know, similar to when he shut everybody up about the Brody Lee situation. Yep. But sooner or later it's gonna get out. And, and and much more sooner than later is going to get out. I don't really like mentioning his name on the show because he's just so filled with anti-AEW narrative. But Eric Bischoff says this, and I quote, in regards to CM Punk. CM Punk disrespected Tony Khan in front of AEW's business partners with media scrum comments. He's paying that cat lots of money. He's paying CM Punk a fortune, and CM Punk is cutting his balls off, not only in front of everybody else on the roster, the executive team, the production team, Oh, and by the way, his business partners, you know, like Warner Discovery, potential advertisers, potential sponsors, maybe even if need be a potential network to sell their show should something go wrong with Warner Discovery and the merger. For what reason? Bischoff says it would be a different story if this was something they planned on making money with with this situation, but that does not look like it is the case. He said if there was money in it, if it was part of the story and everyone I just mentioned, including TV partners, are all on board and understand what is going on, have had it. Oh, go at it, man. It could work. I'll be your biggest fan. I'll support taking a risk like that because you have to take big risks to gain big rewards. You just do. Not all of them work out, but you got to try. And if that's what they're doing, hats off for everybody on board. But if Punk is just venting his spleen, spreading the heat around the entire roster, including or instead of focusing on his opponent, which is business, man, I feel bad for Tony. 
And you don't really hear those words. I feel bad for Tony a lot out of Eric Bischoff's mouth, but I don't really find any any lies in what Eric Bischoff said there. It's basically what we have uttered throughout all this entire live stream. He's 100% right. I mean, at, at, the, at, the, at the end of the day with all of this, my fury, if I'm TK, is focused on CM Punk and the way he handled it. There, he is the reason that everyone is sitting around waiting to see who's going to get terminated, who's going to get suspended, what's he going to do about it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be sitting here. Would the problem still exist backstage? Absolutely. He would be at his leisure to sit down, have meetings, figure this shit out, squash it, and fix it before it got out to the public. Well, we don't have that option anymore. CM Punk forced his hand, and now he has to be an owner, and now we got to find out what he's going to do. Guys, we got almost 6,000 people live in this in this afternoon off the script stream. Uh, uh, listen, man, it, it, blows, it blows my mind every single time why, why you guys just come here and are just, you know, addicted to what we do here. I, 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 from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I did not expect 6,000. Jesse did not expect 6,000. It was basically I woke up, I had fucking eye crust in my eyes, and I barely even had two sips of my coffee. I'm calling this guy. Bro, you want to go live? I got. We got to talk about this CM Punk stuff, and I didn't expect six thousand. So thank you guys very much, man. I, I appreciate you all, and hopefully you are enjoying it. If you're new, subscribe, and if you're uh, an OG, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Also, join my channel. And yeah, and go 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 follow Jesse on his uh, social media and his YouTube as well. Uh, Shy Town Smart. Um, Jesse, one final thing before we get into what Tony Khan uh, went into after the CM Punk stuff. Do you think? Now this may be this may be uh, an easy question to some and a difficult one for others. If CM Punk realistically is fired, does he go and sign with another wrestling promotion or is he finished? He's probably finished, man. I, I, I mean, just does anybody? Let, 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 me, let, 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 let me rephrase that question. Does anybody work with him anymore? Oh, there be plenty of there be plenty of companies that will want to have Nugget. Please don't get that don't don't get that twisted. There'll be plenty of companies that would love to bring him in and take on that headache with the money that he comes with. I'm just speaking on the lines of it feels like that WWE broke his will and spirit to want to wrestle to begin with, then he got it back and came here, and then he was unhappy about the way this ended. I could see him saying, "I'm done with fucking pro wrestling forever." Would anyone work with him? Fuck yeah, man! Absolutely. If any, if, any. if CM Punk gets fired, does Triple H? call CM Punk up and negotiate a deal with him to join WWE? Absolutely, 100%. No. 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 More so on CM Punk's side or more so on, on Triple H's side? I, I mean, it probably a little bit of both. They would, Punk would probably never go back there as fast as Triple H would never have him right now, especially seeing how he just blew up at the AEW locker room. Why would you bring him into your own fucking locker room? No. Yeah. I think I, I think his wrestling days would be over per his own, you know, free will because he could, I mean, he can go to New Japan. They'll fucking hire him in a heartbeat, man. Yeah. He can go wherever he wants. I mean, I mean, he can go to fucking Freddie Prince Jr. He can go do whatever he wants. I think the way that this story is going right now, I think that would break his, his, his spirit in pro wrestling. I don't think he would want to come back. I just got a tweet. Not going to say from who whole bunch of big names possibly out of AEW. I'll let that sit in with you guys. I don't know. They, he said they want out? No. 
the news that everybody's kind of being very cryptic about, a lot of big names seemingly out of AEW now. Gone. Shall see. A lot, a lot of cryptics. A lot of cryptics out there. Um, Tony Khan. Let's continue with the scrum. Tony Khan lashes out at World Wrestling Entertainment for running events during Labor Day weekend. Now, I didn't really have a problem with WWE running Labor Day weekend. I didn't. I don't really see how WWE impeded on AEW's business Labor Day weekend. If you're going to watch one, you're going to watch the other, okay? Or if you're, if you're a fan of pro wrestling. Some people don't want to watch AEW. And a lot of people just want to watch WWE. Th- that's fine. You could watch both and enjoy it. Great. You could be a fan of one and not the other. Fine. But... I don't really see how Tony Khan complaining about this is doing any good for himself or AEW. So he made it known that he wasn't thrilled with WWE running two premium live events on Labor Day weekend. NXT had nothing to do with AEW. Nothing. Uh, as far as taking away their business. Uh, obviously, WWE put that show on there for, you know, obvious reasons. Uh, and I'll, I'll get to that in a second. WWE held Clash of the Castle in the UK on Saturday. Worlds collide for NXT on Sunday right before All Out and the Zero Hour. While at the media scrum, he noted that the company was facing a crowded marketplace over the weekend, which hasn't happened since holding the annual event in 2019. Tony Khan also addressed his current relationship with WWE and the recent allegations of WWE tampering with AEW talent. He says, and I quote, I've had a number of interactions with WWE. I've said a lot of nice stuff, and I don't regret saying nice stuff because I'm a super honest guy about pro wrestling. And when I saw good stuff there, I'll be the first to say it. I am just not feeling the same love. I don't want to get into it. I just haven't felt the same reciprocation from them. There's a big difference between this year and last year. We were the first professional wrestling show and the only professional wrestling show on Labor Day weekend last year. We were the third professional wrestling show of the weekend this year. I don't think that's a coincidence. And when I talk about things I wasn't thrilled about, I was a little surprised we were the third professional wrestling show this weekend and it's probably a little bit more challenging in the marketplace when it becomes a little more, more crowded. So our performance in prior years, we never had this kind of competition. This was kind of a first for us in AEW to see this kind of a crowded marketplace. I'm not sure if this is what we'll see from now on. If it is, when the fight is brought, I will continue to bring a fight of my own. I have unique ways to do that. I have a lot of money to fight with. This is not a game for me. This is my life. I don't think this is a joke. I take it very seriously. When I compared myself to Jim Crockett Promotions this weekend, I think I got a taste of the same medicine Jim Crockett Promotions took, but I got a lot more fucking money than Jim Crockett did. I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit, he says. Why can't you have that fucking attitude when it comes to this fucking locker room? I don't know. It's a good question. (laughs) Where is this Tony Khan when he's fucking dealing with the locker room? Jesus. Now, Christ. now I, I don't know why he's so shocked, Jesse. WWE has done everything to cut down AEW since the day that they were born, which coined the phrase the AEW effect. Well, he, he so, shocked so, that Triple H is and Stephanie are doing this. He thought that we're going to quit with Vince. That's from Triple H, I mean, they didn't call him the cerebral assassin for no reason. Does he know? Well, Stephanie I mean, is a McMahon, bro. Uh, like, yeah, I, I don't no. understand this. That's true. You don't think Triple H has a vendetta against AEW now for what they did? I think well, he's Vin, well, Vince to- did it. Bruce did it. But they were the ones that fucking killed NXT in his eyes. 
Yeah, I, I think we're learning what what which Triple H that TK has to deal with now. You know, because the the cerebral assassin is the Triple H no one liked, but the current modern day Triple H is the one that everyone loves and wants to work with. Yeah. So I, maybe I, he thought that, hey, maybe this is the businessman Triple H. He knows we can make money together. Maybe he knows this. Maybe he knows that. Turns out, nope, still McMahon's, still WWE. So doesn't look doesn't look like it's gonna happen that way. I I don't understand why he's so surprised. This is WWE, bro. We always talk about. I mention it frequently on my show uh, on Sundays. WWE does not like to share that sandbox with anybody. No. So why would he expect WWE? To not go out there on Labor Day weekend and do a clash at the castle or, you know, purposely throw NXT Worlds Collide on on Sunday right before All Out. Now, realistically, the way I see it, did we need Worlds Collide on Sunday? Absolutely not. The show was a fucking waste of time. Nothing happened on that show that anybody gives a shit about or is talking about. They, they, they had two weeks, Bill. They could have saved it for this coming Sunday. They could have saved it for some time in October and give it some real build. No, they wanted to do it. They wanted to get it out there and do it on that weekend. Why? Because they did it on purpose. This is what they do. Why is he so shocked at that? But why is he worried about NXT? Dude, nobody watched NXT that didn't need to watch NXT. Nobody's going to go out and watch NXT and then watch All Out. If you're watching AEW, I guarantee fucking to you, there's maybe less than a percent of you that are watching NXT. Nobody gives a shit. I didn't I, watch NXT. Of course. Of course you didn't. I, Nobody I didn't did. watch Worlds Collide at all. Nobody watched it. So why is he concerned about that? I don't give a fuck about that. And then Clash of the Castle, I did say on Sunday that I preferred Clash of the Castle better than All Out. And that's just the way I felt. I thought it was the show of the weekend. Now, all because I said that doesn't mean I thought All Out was a bad show. But... Peacock is $4.99. You ain't paying $50 to watch a fucking AEW event. You, you could watch you could watch Clash, Clash of the Castle for free. It doesn't matter. If you're going to spend $50 on All Out, you're going to spend $50 on All Out to watch it. As I don't know how their business hasn't or has been affected, bro. If anything has affected AEW's business, it's what we're reading about now. It's what Tony Khan has done leading up to this show. The risks that he took. Making up, making people unhappy. The creative he's done for these shows. If Tony Khan didn't do the proper business that he expected this weekend, it's his fault. Yeah, I mean, I guess if we had to pick one or the other um, of WWE running two shows the same weekend as him, if we had to pick one or the other of, does this benefit TK or not benefit TK? You know, I mean, like, I guess the answer would be it does not benefit him at all. I mean, I I have heard plenty of, you know, um, guys in, you know, the IWC saying how much they were burned out from pro wrestling this weekend and then with All Out being the last show, you know, who knows? Who knows? Was it was it substantial? Was it a substantial amount of, you know, of an issue with all these other shows? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. But if I had to pick one between did it benefit or hurt, I would say it probably hurt. But at the same time, yeah, his main concern should be so many other things right now. Yeah. Listen, guys, uh, that is that is basically everything covered from the all-out scrum. I don't have any other news, and we're waiting on a major development in AEW. According to sources, according to somebody that I trust very well, uh, several names may indeed be gone from AEW. And I don't know if that includes any members of the elite. I don't know if that includes CM Punk. But members of the roster 
major names may be on their way out. I don't know. So we will see what happens. Uh, everybody's cryptically talking about this and, and whatnot, but that is all we got. I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. I'm going to go over the Super Chats. Jesse, what are you going to hang out? You're going to go. I think I can hang out, man. Okay. I can hang out. All right. I got to be out of here by, uh, I believe, uh, 6 o'clock, so we're going to try and run through this. I appreciate you guys very much for joining me. And- fact, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, I gotta, I, I gotta get out of here. My kids are fucking. It. Let me get out of here. Thanks for uh-huh. having me. Yeah. Um, thanks for everybody coming. That that is that is an astronomical amount of people that have showed up. Yeah. We, we thank you all. That's that's fucking great, man. Six thousand people is fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, I'll be live tonight on my channel for uh, a dark uh, watch along. I know dark is not everyone's forte, but more importantly, if any news breaks, um. I'll also be just chit-chatting about it on my channel as well. So go ahead and join me, please. There you go. And I'll be live for NXT, guys. Uh, major uh, developments on NXT tonight as well. Jesse, I'll... Uh... Oh, he's gone. He's getting out of here. All right, so... Uh... <laughs> he's gone. G- get him out. Get him out! Fucking guy. Oh, there he is. I got to get rid of him. There he is. There, get, get rid of him, bro. Where is he? Goodbye. Goodbye. Anyway, guys, I'll be live for NXT. Um, there's major developments on NXT. Uh, Ricochet is going to be on NXT. Doe Drop. Nikki Ash. Uh, Ricochet will wrestle Trick Williams. And Toxic Attraction are going to wrestle Doe Drop and Nikki Ash. Uh, also, Roxanne Perez will take on Mako Satamora. So, uh, I will be live for NXT tonight. But listen, man, I, I appreciate you so very much for hanging out, man. This was WrestleMania weekend numbers in the middle of a Tuesday afternoon. That's how that's how big this is. That's how important it is. So thank you guys very much, man. If you haven't hit the, hit the subscribe button, please do so. Follow me on Twitter at JD from NY206. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo. And go check out all the other videos that you might have missed on the channel, including last night's Monday Night Raw post show live on the channel right now. Uh, let's get into it, man. Magician Sapphire. With a $10 super jet. What a train wreck. TK needs to grow a set. Drop the hammer and suspend Punk. The Young Bucks and all others involved in the fight to show he means business and meet with the LR one-on-one. Address all the issues. Yeah. He needs to be a boss, bro. He needs to be a fucking boss. JM with a $10 Super Chat. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't AEW Dynamite air on the same day as NXT? So why is Tony crying over WWE airing Clash of the Castle and NXT over the same weekend as All Out when he did it first to WWE? NXT air date Wednesday, June 12th, June 2022 on WWE Network. No, you're completely wrong, JM. Tony Khan didn't do that to AEW. NXT was on the WWE Network at one hour. It was a taped show. WWE moved NXT to the USA Network at two hours, which ruined the quality of the show. In my honest opinion, it did. It was never the same at two hours. They went live on the USA Network in a fashion to combat AEW. Who moved them to the WWE? Who, who moved them from the WWE Network to, to USA Network? It was Vince McMahon. He told Triple H, I need you to go kill these guys and slow their momentum. I'm not going to take care of it. It's your problem. 
And when Triple H failed, that's what happened to Triple H. His brand got gutted from the inside out. Not Tony Khan's fault. It's WWE's fault. Nobody asked them to move NXT to two hours live on USA Network. It killed the fucking show. Wilhelm Hendrick Fuller with a 22-month membership. JD, thank you for everything, you, everything, my brother. We'll always support you and trust your opinion above everybody else in the IWC. I love you, brother. Thank you so much, man. Tony Brown with the one I did on Super Chat. OTS for life, young man. You better believe it, Tony Brown. I appreciate you, man. I'll see you tonight for the booty meets. King A-Train with four months. Tony Khan needs to man up, be a leader, and put his foot down. Stop being a damn fanboy. Sidro. $10 Super Chat. I normally do laughs, but today marks four years to the day of my father's passing. Just showing, showing my support here. Because you got me through a lot, and I love you. I hope to meet you someday. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Sidro. Cheers to you, brother. Cheers to you, bro. A real legend with 12 months. Thank you, man. What's up, JD? Hope your day's going well, bro. Keep doing what you do. OTS for life. Thank you, legend. Asheville with a five in UK. You can't expect TK to man up if there's no firing after that. Punk has to go, even if he's a draw. Get him out! Andy Windbreaker with an 11-month. Back to wrestling after a month. Was excited for Clash of the Castle and all out, but this situation is the kicker. Pro wrestling, am I right? World of Wrestling with a $5 Super Chat. TK better put on his big boy pants or he will lose everything he built. I have to say, that would be a waste of money after all that he's built. He absolutely needs to, man. He needs to be a boss. I don't know how many times I need to say it. Aditya with a new membership. Thank you so much, man. What are you drinking? DV Acme with 11 months. TK's unwillingness to delegate is coming back to bite him. If he assigned someone to police and maintain discipline backstage, this could be avoided. Yeah. I don't know what needs to be done. I don't know what's going to happen after today, but the whole dynamic of that backstage environment's got to change. Andy Windbreaker with a 100 in, I don't know what that is. Pesos, I believe. Maybe pesos. No idea. But seriously, I might stop watching wrestling again for a couple of months because of the tiresome drama. Josh Spicy with a new membership. Josh, what are you drinking, brother? Lysol, own way with a 10 months, all in the IWC. GVO Light with a $5 super jab. Fightful and Wrestling Observer are reporting that Punk may have torn his pec, shoulder, or bicep in the backstage fight. We don't know that for sure yet, man. That is all rumor and speculation at this point. Michael McGee with a 499 super chat. 
JD, you're the best, and don't sugarcoat anything. Speak right to the point, and I respect that. I'm drinking Red's Apple Ale right now. Toast to you. Cheers, brother. I don't drink during the week, but only on Thursdays. If I drank on Tuesday, I'd be asleep by 9 o'clock. And I got to go live later for NXT. Mem27 with a UK $10 super chat. How come you don't link Jesse's Twitter handle on YouTube channel in the description box? Still can't find his Twitter account to follow, and I can't subscribe to his channel as a result. Mem, you just watched a two-hour podcast with his Twitter handle on the fucking layout of the podcast video. I don't know what to tell you, bro. Do I need to get you prescription glasses? John Lamy with two months. OTS for life. Thank you, brother. Vernon F. with the $2 super jet. Punk was so pissed. He Pepsi plunged on page. Yeah. Fujins, six months. This drama does nothing to pique my interest in the future AEW of TV programming. It's straight up embarrassing, and TK needs to get his house in order. He does. Jimmy Fingers with a 519. Not that it matters for the bigger picture of AEW, but does anyone even know why CM Punk was responsible for paying Colt Cabana's bills in the first place? I don't know, man. I'm sure you could Google that, but it definitely stems from that podcast that they did together following his WWE departure. He may have been owed royalties from that. I have no idea. I have no idea. None of my business. Michael McGee with a 499 and 199. If you were Tony Khan, would you remove the Bucks and Omega as EVPs? Yes, I would. Therefore, removing some favoritism and hire outside people to help him out. Yeah, I would get rid of the EVPs completely. I would get rid of their titles completely. It's just going to end up being a shit show. It sets a bad precedent for the rest of the locker room. The inmates are legitimately running the asylum. You can't have that. Love CM Punk and what he said at the scrum. Cody Snyder, $5 super chat. I want heel Punk with Cornette as his manager. Fucking gold. Nah. Now we need less headaches, man, not more. Perfect Cell 71 with a $6.99 super chat. Lost a lot of respect for Punk after Sunday night. I paid to see him call Hangman. All that, all that to his face. Hate to admit it, but Punk is soft. Cheers. Vernon F. with a $2 Super Chat. Cabana should have a bank account dependency match. You'll never see Colt Cabana in an AEW locker room ever again. Not as long as Punk is there. Jericho, 8131, $10 Super Chat. Watching the scrum, you could see that TK was shocked by what Punk was saying. He wants to be buds with Punk so bad, and it's getting him taken advantage of and low employee morale. TK needs to grow a pair. He does. Tony Khan went through every every human emotion in that scrum. Every human emotion. He went from sadness to shocked to, to fucking depressed. He wants uh, it was ridiculous. Sushi dish with a 499 super chat. Do you think this situation could lead to Triple H Sonic, Kenny Omega, Hangman, and the Bucks, the WWE win that? No. 
Omni Entertainment with a UK2 dollar super chat. This will spike Dynamite's ratings. Of course it will. People love the drama, bro. Omega Khan with a 1999 super chat. I'm losing faith in TK. He has to correct this now. If not, this will be another WCW and AEW will sadly die. I really don't want to think this, but this event is truly make or break for TK and AEW. I'm not losing faith in TK. I just wish that he knows what to do. He just doesn't do it. He just doesn't do it. That's the fucking problem. Prodigy with a $5 super chat. Anything you see rectifying this whole punk elite drama, fine suspensions, except Yeah, they all have to be suspended. Every single one of them needs to be taken off the road and suspended. The locker room needs to get back to a harmonious normal level. Edward Serenson with a $5 super chat. Punk came into the scrum like the angry ex that keeps saying they're done with their ex but won't shut the fuck up about them constantly over it. By the way, OTS for life. Yeah, I, ha I had one of them, bro. I had one of them. It's not fun. Ben Richardson with a $2 super chat. Punk to AEW was a mistake. I want him gone. Goodbye. Sam Punk was the biggest money get for AEW, man, and the biggest positive to their business. But it also may end up being the biggest negative to that business. DJ with a 499 Super Chat. As a fan of AEW, I'm disappointed right now. I'll probably miss Dynamite tomorrow because I hate hearing all the drama. This breaks my heart as a fan. Bro, don't let that stop you from watching AEW, man. As far as I see it, none of them will be on the show tomorrow. But MJF is going to be there, man. We got to stick up for Max. We got sh to show up for Max, bro. Omni Entertainment, $2 Super Chat. He asked if Jesse is good with Hula Grimm. I think everything's all right there, bro. Just a little uh, miscommunication. KMG with a $10 Super Chat. I'm not going to say anything more about this situation. All I'll say is that Tony Khan's mess to clean up, unfortunately. Yes, it is Tony Khan's mess. JM914 with a 199 Super Chat. Tony Khan is embarrassing his own company. When he doesn't take action, he's embarrassing the company. Nika with a UK $5 Super Chat. TK owns AEW, but he's not running AEW. The locker room runs AEW. Triple H era 199. It looked like, to me, TK agreed with Punk. Can't be picking sides, bro. Can't be picking sides. You're going you're gonna to really piss a lot of people off. Bobby Trizzle with a $2 super chat. TK's man manhood is on the line. OTS number one. Thank you, brother. Tribal Chief with a Canadian $2 super chat. Do you think Tony's dad gets involved? No. James Williams Jr. with a new membership. Thank you, James. What are you drinking tonight, brother? Mr. TKO with a $5 super chat. The story of punk so far, you're either... Gonna die the hero or live long enough to become the villain. Punk is becoming the villain now. Yeah. Punk is definitely the villain, bro. Saints 2025, 199, no message. Sinister Classic, $2 super chat. WWE to AEW. He's their headache now, yeah? We mentioned that on Sunday. 
Thank you, Saints, and thank you, Sinister. Satan's little helper with a $5 super chat. I think they could suspend CM Punk, have him relinquish the title to MJF. No, we're not going to relinquish the title. We're going to have MJF beat CM Punk. JG Samson with a three-month membership. All this started once Pat Buck got hired. Bro, I don't think uh, I don't think Pat Buck has anything to do with this, man. Gaming in real time with a new membership. Gaming, what are you drinking, brother? The Overgiver with a $10 Canadian. TK needs to put on the big boy pants. I think that's the general consensus here. TK needs to put on the big boy pants. Sonny Singh with an $8.99. I'm back. I was involved in a car crash in a country site. I was in hospital for over two months. Now I'm better than ever. I missed you guys. Sonny. Praise to you, brother. I'm glad you're back, man. That's terrible. Captain Solo with a $5 super chat. I believe Triple H would take Punk back because it would hurt AEW. Other guys like Brett, Hogan, Bruno, Scott Steiner, Warrior all came back. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think so. I think more so on Punk. I think Triple H would do business. The Jay Caleb Show with a $10 Super Jet. Punk World Order coming soon. That's what I initially thought, man. I talked about that on Sunday. Looks like we may getting we may be getting some version of uh, an AEW New World Order. Anthony Cologne with a $10 Super Jet. I knew an Anthony Cologne back in high school, bro. And grade school. Anthony Cologne, thank you so much, man. Nikki Ice with a $5 Super Chat. Dweeb's taking sides. It's pathetic, really. Everyone is at fault. Be a boss, Tony. Grow a set. Miles. Marable. $4.99 Super Chat. Cody Rhodes decided to leave after having a falling out with the elite. Phil Brooks is the wrong one to play politics with, I guess. Cody was a fucking uh, mind reader, bro. He's seen all this happening. Like a fortune teller. He's living life right now, man. WrestleMania moment. Was crowned the fucking hero with wrestling with a fully torn pack. He's going to be the new WWE champion eventually. He's living life. Payne Owens with a 1999 Super Chat. Thanks, JD. Being alive in Chicago for the pay-per-view again was electric. As an AEW fan from the beginning, I'm sick of what's happening to the company. I think a lot of people are upset, bro. A lot of people are upset. Cal L with a $5 Super Chat. TK needs to clean house and start from scratch. Not a good look when you have to talk about the money you have. I love CM Punk, but he needs to go. DRG with a 199. Do you think AEW are making another reality show? Yeah, I do. Women of Wrestling, or uh, what is it called? All Elite Women. I think that's a new reality show coming for the women of AEW. Miles. With a 199. Hashtag OTS for life. Hashtag get him out. Not you, Bacardi. But the geeks. Presuming Ed with a five in UK. MJF's promo on Wednesday has to address the issue and bring it into kayfabe to a certain degree. No. What do you think? He's the. I'm sure he will say something. He's the perfect guy to do so. I'm sure he will mention something about it. But it's not going to be... Uh, Brought to uh, too much spotlight. M. James, 2000, with a Canadian $5. Sad that Punk will probably not wrestle Omega and the Bucks now. Hopefully they can somehow work it out. 
They're missing a huge, a huge possibility there, man. A huge uh, money-making opportunity. Ross Holt with a $2 super chat. With suspensions, maybe they'll book Wardlow better. Maybe. He absolutely needs to be on Wednesday's Dynamite. The Scorpio Prince with a $5 super chat. And another universe punk says, how dare you say you don't need advice from the best. Tell that to JD from NY. Damn betas. Love you, JD. I, I don't get it. I see nothing with Hangman wanting to be by himself and not listen to others. Let him do that. If he makes a mistake, it's all on him. Tracy David with a $20 super chat. OTS rules. Tracy. Thank you so much. J-Dubs Center with a $5 super chat. I love the show. Can you cut a Charlotte Flair robot promo about this whole punk situation? Thanks, bro. My name is CM Punk, and I hate the elites. A dumb fuck mindless fuck like Adam Hangman Page. Scott Colton lives with his mother, Marsha. Fuck Scott Colton. J-Dubs, thank you, man. The Kings, 999 Super Chat. Make no mistake, there's a lot of people backstage who aren't fans of the EVPs and how they've been running things. Punk is just the only one willing to be vocal. Well, we don't know, bro. None of us work there. But right now, we know it's not harmonious. It's not a pleasant locker room. Wild Stallions with a $5 Super Chat. TK needs to stop his fan approach to his locker room and be a boss. Omni Entertainment with a five in UK. Thanks for allowing a lot of things in your chat go. As long as it's not disrespectful, let's acclaimed Swerve and Keith Lee, Athena, and Pat. Well, I mean, after 6,000 people, bro, I just give up. I, I just give up looking. I don't even look at it. Captain Solo with a $2 super jet. People crapping on Punk, but he didn't start this. No, he didn't. Seems like the Bucks and uh, that camp is uh, largely to blame for this. Diablo Stacolo with a $5 super chat. That doesn't mean Punk was right either. Punk was definitely in the wrong. Diablo Stacolo, $5 super chat. If I was TK, I would get all of them in a room and we, we, we would sit there until everything is hashed out. Yeah, good luck with that, bro. There may be suspensions and some people leaving. Hottest host, baby, forward dreamer with a 199 super chat. Young Bucks killing the business, legitimately. Legitimately. And Jaden Gillian with a 199 super chat, taking my brother to his first dynamite. I can't wait. Uh, I don't know, but what is it? This week, bro. You're taking him to dynamite this week. Where is dynamite this week? I don't even know. Sap. What happened? Nothing's released yet. Nothing is released yet. I don't see anything yet. I don't see anything yet. Anyway, guys, uh, we're about to... What happened to my fucking transition, bro? What happened to my transition? 
fucking OBS, man. You update to the new OBS. After, if something goes wrong, every time you fucking update OBS. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, guys, I'm getting out of here, man. Uh, I'll see you back live. I'll see you. Buffalo. I'll see you guys back live on uh, NXT. We'll be live tonight for NXT, man. We got a lot of WWE main roster talent on NXT tonight. So uh, I'll be covering it tonight. I'm feeling all right. Anyway, guys, uh, 6,000 today, man. Absolutely wild. Wild, wild, wild. Crazy. I, uh, sometimes I don't even know what to uh, think. I don't know how to take it in. I don't know. I'm just JD. I'm just me, bro. I'm fucking geek from the Bronx doing this pro wrestling thing because he loves it. Follow me on social media, guys, at JD from NY206. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Cameo. Go check out all the other content on the channel. Tons of it. If you guys listen on iTunes, man, I'd love a five-star rating. Maybe. Maybe. And hit that subscribe button, guys. We may have done it today. We may have eclipsed 137,000 subscribers. Hopefully. Anyway, NXT tonight will be from the beer garden. The beer garden's going away soon, man. It's not going to be summertime anymore. We'll be back in the OTS venue. But I got some more surprises up my sleeve, man. We're going to be updating the show as uh, the winter months go on. Going to add some nice new elements of interactive stuff. Anyway, guys, I love you. Thank you so much. NXT tonight, join me. And we'll talk more about this. If anything happens, we'll talk about it. Until then, thank you guys all very much. And I'll see you tonight on Off the Script for NXT. NXT.